Hello, and welcome to another episode of Muse on Minis, or sorry, Marvel, uh, episode three, season four. It's marvelous. I'm one of the hosts, Nigel. Colin. Peggy. And Josh. Colin almost, I think he actually, that's the first pass of it. I was like, meh, I didn't cringe. Yeah, I did. that was pretty <laughs> good. Yeah, I enjoy it. Yeah. I'm ready to work with it. Yeah, you're ready to work with it. Yeah. Eggers and sold, but yeah. yeah. Definitely chutting out over here. If, Col- I mean, if, Col- Col- if, Colin- <laughs> if Colin's willing to sell it, then I'm like, okay. Yeah, maybe, maybe yeah I think Colin's on it. I think he's yeah. I think he's he's golden. Mm-hmm. All right. So welcome to episode three. I think uh maybe we can start out with a little uh brief mention since we talked about the blob last week. We've gotten some cards, some rules for Pyro, his mm-hmm. uh, bo- his box mate, so to speak. Yep. Um, so just like last week, we're not going to spend time like reading over the card and every superpower. He's you a 3-4-3 three, three, with yeah. a long move and a two-cent two stamp. And a, well, no, I'm just making yeah, he's just up. He's just rambling. Yeah. I just happen to be right about being a 3-4-3. Three, three. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. That's correct. Yeah. But anyway. Uh, so uh, you guys, uh, I'm sure, have seen the card. You can jump on there. You can, you can uh, take a look at that. Uh, but maybe we can just briefly talk about. I think you guys are kind of excited about him since he's Brotherhood. Uh, just maybe we can talk a little bit about how we see him I mean, playing. And he's definitely a web warrior too. I think so. You think he so? might actually be a web warrior? Honestly, I mean it makes sense, right? They he love, doesn't. He doesn't pull anything. They love pay to flips, and he's in the pay to flip game. He does have root. Yeah, and he he's has slow. Root. He gets slow out. Actually, Miles yeah. loves that too. Hmm. I think he's a web warrior, guys. He certainly could. So. I guess that right there, we think he's not a niche piece or a f- affiliation only piece. We think he's he's good enough to splash cross faction. Yeah. So I felt like the thing that you said in our chat about comparing him to uh, the original Human Torch mm-hmm. was like I hadn't thought about it, but I thought that was really apt. Hmm. When I went to look at the original Human Torch after you said that, I was like, oh yeah, this model is actually just better than Pyro. So I guess my take is he's not. Like it's important that he's affiliation because I would think I would rather have, if I was like trying to do those things, I would rather have the original Human Torch and have all the other things that he can do. Yeah. Why do you say that though? So specifically because what? Are you, so I guess it depends. What are you trying to get out of Pyro? To me, I look at Pyro and I'm like, ah, this is just like an efficient like uh, blaster model that is going to generate some power, and every now and then he'll use like a little piece of control. But in the Human Torch. You can actually just get like a much more heavy like power output. He's actually probably potentially like a little more survivable because of hit and run uh, on the Human Torch's mm-hmm. card, and then he can spend power to make opponents drop uh, assets. A- a- yeah, asset tokens, yep. which I would much rather have than like handing out a root. Not that root's not good, but I would much rather have that than just the ability to hand out root. And so to slow. me. Yeah, 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 for sure. Root and slow. So to me, unless you have like a very specific reason to want those specific um, conditions, then I would just rather have Human Torch because he well, feels like the problem is because Malkith exists. Everybody has a reason to want those conditions because those conditions are like custom made to irritate him. So if no matter what you're playing now for three points, you can go slow down the most annoying model in the game, and it's like pretty pretty good. I guess. Is slow that good on him? What's Malekith? A medium move? I think he's a medium. And then also he have not him having to pay for turning skulls into crits and all that stuff, it like it blows up his action economy kinda hard. Fair so, enough. I will say I don't think he generates that much power by himself. 
because they're all like unless you hit several models with the secondary beam that's three you only get one yeah so i don't think he generates a ton solo so like with magneto though i think he's phenomenal because you are going to get all the secondary things to like the extra three and potential pump for the dice as well so i think in brotherhood he's super bomb because it's another model where you can say like uh, in my mind it's kind of like this obnoxious model that can just debuff your whole entire team to a certain regard or like you're do you use the three costs to give the the root and the slow for like a major piece, which is highly annoying, or a model like that's super efficient with power and make it not efficient, which is difficult. And then also just the incinerate on multiple models is very, very good, along with energy attacks, which Brotherhood desperately needs. So in affiliation, he's phenomenal. Yeah, I think I think, you know, there you compare him to Human Torch and they're like close enough that the bonus of being an affiliation model, like definitely like that makes sense. But yeah, I feel mm-hmm. like his beam attack is actually just really good. Because it's just like, it's really easy to get the two first miles one? in a beam. No, like the right. range four one? Or the, no, the, the range attack. three one. Yeah, yeah, the range three beam. Like So he's just like, he has a, an attack that guarantees two power mm-hmm. for the most part. Um, and then so like, and then just for wilds. I guess it is four dice, so you might, your your wilds aren't, aren't super consistent, but. Right. Um, but that just gives him enough power to always do his uh, firewall, which firewall is the reason I like him so much. Sure. I just want to throw a root and slow out there. Well, also, I, I keep on building lists for the uh, second Black Widow, the like status effects, like the, mm-hmm. the Black Widow that cares about status effects. And I can never I never actually pull the trigger on planar. <laughs> um, but if I have a model that puts out two status effects with one like action, like that's. That's great for or her. Or potentially three. Like, a lot of times he can yeah. walk, probably get, like, hopefully somebody else generates some amount of focus or reduces it. Mm. And then you can just do your regular one, your five dice attack, which is range four, which is awesome. Yeah. And then do your, like, you have to be within three for the the, the firewall. But literally, potentially just throwing three debuffs on a, a big model is massive. Yeah. He's, he's dope. He's awesome for debuffing. Like, he's a sweet debuff piece where it's like, if you, and you don't want to, like, target him, I feel like. It's not like he's, like, that model's so threatening to me that I need to target it first over, like, let's say a Magneto. Like, Magneto's breathing down your throat. It's like, I can't deal with him just knocking out all my stuff. Do I go for him or do I go for Pyro? It's like, or like a something other big piece, like a Rogue or something like that. So it's like, yeah, you could, but you might be wasting attack or letting, like, a Magneto live for a full round again against you. So I think he's an awesome, like, piece that makes you choose, am I going to get debuffed or am I going to let something else big hit me? And he's interesting. Like I, I actually love love his rule set, and it's also not busted because he can also just get blown up. Oh, for sure. Well, three point model, like that's just how three point models should work. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But at least he also has five health. Where like it's like Deadpool has four. It's like that that just having that one extra health is just huge. So yeah, on the front, on the front, because Deadpool's yeah. a six on the backs, right? Yeah, something like that. Yeah, yes. with, with the healing factor too. It's he's actually really good on his back, and he gets way better on his back. Deadpool does. Oh yeah, he does. <laughs> I just never want a model on the backside. As soon as they're on their backside, I just assume they're dead. It's like except Cap. That's how uh, I started playing the game. I was like, "Oh man, it's like feels terrible. Like my model's basically dead when it gets dazed." And since like I've been like trying to like reframe my thought because I think that you play differently when you're thinking about your model that way. And mm. models on their backside can definitely take they can take a licking still. Just depends on the model, but yeah, that's why I don't think like Hulk or She Hulk or survival because they don't have a backside. <laughs> you gotta have a backside. You gotta be able to flip. Yeah, nah, twenty health is a lot. 
Yeah. Just until you play in the Sentinels. What does that mean? I don't know. Well, what we'll it's our next topic. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, overall, though, I, I do think you need some power generation type thing. So I don't think it's like super splashable all around um, because I think I will think you will struggle to generate a lot of power unless you've got a way to actually like reduce the cost of firewall or give him power to do that in the first place because he doesn't actually have a traditional builder. Well, he'll always be able to do firewall as long as he can attack because he gains the one, one for just his turn. And sure, then but then he has to do two attacks. So he can't like move and do it and things like that. So he can't really. No, he only has to do one because yeah. he's getting one for his turn. You get a power at the start of oh, your turn. Oh, I guess turn. it's only two. Yeah, yeah, yeah I yeah. guess it's only two. Well, that's fair. Yeah. I mean, if he wants to add extra dice to his attack, then... Which I also love, too, because that makes his beam, like, somewhat deadly. Or just literally, like, throwing out a range four seven dice attack is pretty We do know uh, that six dice beam attacks are pretty good. <laughs> They're pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> They're pretty good. Uh, a guy who probably wants to use this guy really hard is uh, Red Skull and Cabal. That's probably gross. The original, the corset. Yeah. I would and actually Strucker is yeah. so good with him. Well, Red Skull, just because you're a beamer, um, Red Sk- Red Skull's leadership is every time you damage an enemy character, you get a power. You get a power. Yeah. So you're yeah. like getting like one, two, three plus whatever. You know, it's yep. like geez, you're gonna you're gonna power up pretty hard. Yeah, I definitely have recently heard several content creators being like, "Why would anybody play old Red Skull anymore with the new Red Skull?" But mm. like, you go back and you look at him, you look at his tactics cards, like. There's nothing wrong with old Red Skull. I understand yeah. Malekith came along and yeah. Mystique came along and like I get all that, but Red Skull is like that, that yeah. model is still good. Yeah, <laughs> like, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, I agree with that. I think, yeah, he can generate a lot of power that way too. I, I do think it's good. So like that, also like Strucker, I think Hydra randomly, like cause he has the whole entire um, debuff game or like the special conditions game as well. Yeah, he, he'd, be, he'd be good in Hydra. I mean, um, any crew that actually takes like a lot of energy attacks... Because, like, energy attacks, when you're attacking into a model that has uh, incinerate on it, like, just becomes so much more valuable. Because, like, so many energy defenses go down to, like, two dice defense if they just have incinerate on them. Yep. yep. So the value of energy attacks just gets really high. I mean, they're already the most valuable attack, probably. Yeah. Um, but, yeah. Yeah. This is a, a glorious day for convocation players as he just takes a dump right on them. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. That is very true, actually. Yeah. 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 Yeah, that's that's a very good point. Yeah, because I mean, it's not I, even just rogue; it's him and rogue. I don't yeah. think I don't think convocation is like it's like the end of the world. If Ironbound Iron books isn't a thing, uh, it kind of is. I don't. I mean, you can still like if your list you is can built out this piece out very easily. Yeah, yeah. I think you have to build your convocation roster with the idea that sometimes you're, you're going to have to spec into a list that's mm-hmm. not based around Ironbound books just always being on, but. Yeah, but I, mean, I played Dormammu, this guy with Dark Star. Stuff's happening. I mean, Sentinels also you like. Yeah, Sentinels, Sentinels like to blast like energy. Attacks. Oh yeah, no, I. It's a. I guess it's a dark day for a convocation player. Sorry, yeah, Chris. Yeah. Yep, exactly. Sorry, Chris. And you find a new faction. Yep, exactly. Both of the idiots. <laughs> <Do you, laughs> Jesus. <laughs> yep. Do you think the fire manipulation is going to go off quite a bit? Like, I, I could see it doing something That's when the, you do the beam, but. I don't know how often the applying incinerate to the next thing over. Yeah, yeah it's like literally anytime you apply incinerate, you move it over, right? If it's, it's if not even you move it over, it's if the model has incinerate, yeah, another guy you, get, yeah. But you give them the it it triggers after your attack. Yeah, yeah. Your, all your attacks give incinerate. It's exactly. So. so you're always if someone's within yeah, two of whoever you're you shooting, have to get wild. Yeah, sure. except on the sure. spender, the spender just gives it. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Right. But yes, I think it'll come up. I think you okay, will. I think he will often apply two yeah. instances of. If that, if Cable had that same rule, he'd be he'd be handing out some on your five, range five <laughs> attack. Yeah, uh, okay. I'm just also, saying. 
I just love how his his spender does the uh, it does the the one damage within two just automatically. I love that it's not like on a while or anything. Yeah. It just happens. Yeah. Yep. That's like I think I think that's pretty strong. It's actually been a surprisingly strong uh, like splash or like chip damage off of Iron Fist when I use Iron Fist like yeah. that extra one damage that's sp- three out. isn't range three. It's which, it's which in range way three. Huge. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's, it's it's the immortal Iron Fist. That doesn't explain it. Yeah, it does. It's a big explosion. Mm-hmm. He like literally conjures some giant freaking glowing dragon out of his hand and like punches somebody with it and sprays all over the place. <laughs> that's direct from the yeah. comics. Gotcha. Yeah, gotcha. that was <laughs> yeah. That's, that's pure facts. <laughs> yep. Josh is a, an yeah. Iron Fist. I'm like living. I'm living in the show right now. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, he only did it like once in the show. He did yeah. only do it once in the show. There's some really cool. I actually like got into Iron Fist comics for a little bit. Mm. Um, and it's actually really cool. Like some like there's like a tournament and they get caught in like this other realm and stuff. It's actually pretty neat. So I will yeah. say Iron Fist is actually pretty cool. I think the show did some pretty hard injustice on injustices to the character itself. Because I think he's cooler than what the show showed. Yeah. Well, I hope so. <laughs> <laughs> uh, All right. Anything else on Pyro, or should we move into our first main topic? We can move into the main. The topic. model's good. I like the model. Hmm. Like he's a little bit cocky and arrogant in the model, and he's kind of like. A little bit flashy. Yeah, the dude, he's got a touch of um, Dayman energy to him. Yeah, which, I mean, he yeah. should. So it's, it's enjoyable. I think that pack's going to be dope. I'm excited. Mm-hmm. Like he's always trying to get in that boy's hole. Dayman is what Dennis, <laughs> the Dennis always wore, like the silver outfit with like the cut all the way down to his navel or whatever. And then. Oh, because <laughs> of the, the big looking V-neck. Looking the V-neck thing. silver. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay. Yeah. I'll take it. Yeah. That's funny. All right. Uh, so. That's our first impressions on Pyro. So we're going to move into our first of our two main topics. And uh, Sentinels came out last Friday. And we have all gotten a chance at this point to play into Sentinels or play with Sentinels. Um, Colin's the only one that's played with, I guess, at this point. Mm -hmm. But Nigel's got his base coded already. So he's going to get games this week. Yep. So we've been thinking about it. We've been talking about it. Uh, I think Eggers and I more from... uh, uh, playing into them standpoint and uh, Colin and Nigel a little bit more from a how are we going to play them standpoint. So we thought we'd do some Sentinel Dojo and just kind of talk through them and, and what our impressions are now. So um, what do you guys think in general of the Sentinels at the moment? Like power scale, like are they middle of the pack, bottom tier, upper tier? What do you think? I mean, if I had to just say like, I think they're in the middle, like somewhere in the middle. Like they're not like top, like, their limitations are definitely limitations. Like we'll go over limitations here in a minute. But mm-hmm. That's why I say they are. Yeah, they in second wind were combined zero and eight going into round five, and then they were one and seven going in. Or uh, yeah, like zero and eight, uh, one and nine going into the final round, and then I think they ended uh, one and one and eleven or <laughs> whatever it was. Um, they had a rough go. They like, uh, so you think they're bottom of the pack? I don't know. I don't know if that's what that means, but I definitely think that the ideas that the guys that were playing them they missed a bit on, and all of their ideas were interesting and what you'd probably think would work. And then when you when you play it, it's like the fir- the first thing I notice is that their lists are always clunky because they want to try to grab as much stuff as possible. Uh, none of them truly played the faction like they. They basically would be like Prime, one Sentinel, Bucky, and then as much 
nonsense as they could get. Which I kind of, after thinking about, it, I kind of think is the wrong way to go about it. But we yeah. can talk about that a little bit. Yeah, more. and I, I agree. I think that that's probably the wrong way as well. Um, and then also everybody's like, "Well, Bucky's like the best model in the game," and it's like, <laughs> like, but you know, Bucky actually is not that great in that list because they don't die like unless you kill somebody and like he's. And I'm, I'm actually relatively convinced that you don't need any help getting to, like. Fact, we can go into it and yeah. talk about building, but I don't think you need any help from like a, uh, what do you call it? What's his ability? Uh, the where he counts off a uh, rogue agent. Yeah, yeah. You don't need any rogue agent help to get to, uh, you know, majority affiliation in their faction. They've got a five, two fives, and two fours, and you're basically always going to play three of them unless it's such like a small point that like. You're just going to be at affiliation. You don't need Bucky to help you get there. They always had a cute... Everybody always wanted to do like a cute thing where it's like they wanted to be as low points and it's only one point. They're saving... They're throwing Bucky in there. They're saving one point. Bucky's a fine model. I get it. But then they're trying to get like right. the Howling Commandos and something... Uh, yeah. Arm, Arnim Zola or something. You know, like they're throwing in random stuff. And, um, you know, it is cute. There's interactions there. They're like, oh, that makes sense. But... Um, yeah, I, I think... Just playing all three and just playing meat and potatoes. We're gonna hit you hard. We have a ton of health. Seems like I think I think playing it once. I think you should go three wide. I think you should be playing Prime, One Sentinel, and Hulk. Prime, One Sentinel, and Malekith. Something like that. That's my. That's what I'm thinking. Um, their their leadership actually, if you can get rolling, is annoying. Like in um, one of my games, I was playing really wide X Men. I had like six X Men, and some of them were like. You know, Honey Badger next 23. I've got Deadpool, who's like a four on the front. Um, Domino can randomly just have bad stuff happen. I do have Storm, also is like super gettable. Colossus and Wolverine are a little bit annoying. But like, and you know, there's like ones where he's like dazing two people a turn, you know, because it's like Honey Badger and whatever. They both daze. So that's five energy he's handing out. And then he's dazing two people the next turn. Who is, who is he? A Sentinel player. So, you know, Mark, why? Whatever. Prime. Like, yeah, Prime. Prime. Okay. Yeah, Prime. Because that's what his leadership does. Yeah, is your whatever the threat value of the model that got dazed, he hands that out just like Juggernaut or just like Claw. I understand the yeah. leadership, but I, I don't know if he's going to be 100 percent dazing two models a turn reliably. Yeah, you know who will? That yeah. guy. Yeah, um, that's, that's Malakia. Yeah, no, they can't see that, but yeah, he picked that. So, Malekith, so. When, you, when you've got two <laughs> two beefy boys with tow cables bringing to bringing dinner to Malakith, uh, and you're always playing like you're always playing Gamma Bunker Research Station type dumb scenarios. If you flip those, yeah. I mean, you, you can you can make it so that your three secures are very playable for you. So if it's ever your yeah. secures, you're okay. And then if it's your, you know, one of the two are going to be friendly to you, regardless. Um, it's impossible to take, you know, ones sure, you sure. don't want to play, yeah. like, entirely. And then, you know, the, I just think that they that three-pack is enough. Malekith is going to generate so much power for the other two, and then they're going to generate so much, like, once they get going, that was a, that's the thing that I was noticing is once uh, Prime had power... He was a he was like a runaway train. Like he once he got to like six or so, he just generated six more. Like you just never. Yeah, they do generate a lot. He's they don't he, they don't have power generation problems at all at like all. After like it, it was bonkers. Like I just was never I could never slow them down. It was like okay, well he's just doing nine die attacks or whatever because they're like they're like funding they're fueling their yeah. own attacks, but they're getting a lot of power back when they're, they do damage. Their spenders are very cheap for how much dice they throw out. Like yeah, it's they it's terrifying playing against them because they can hit so hard. Yeah, and he's manipulating. He actually buffs Malekith. He makes Val Malekith. It's like oh, that's what Malekith needs to be more reliable, and so he's like adding more rerolls and all that crap. 
It's like, man. That, I, wait, who's adding more rerolls? Doesn't Sentinel Prime? Is that what he isn't that he, he pays spend, to he can spend three power and then you can reroll three dice for your yeah. attack or defense. Yeah. Within what range of four. Oh. Yeah. Okay. That's a I think there's like a closed loop synergy there that's pretty bonkers. It's like you know, I, as if Malekith needed another thing that he's just pol- another turdy polishes just by. I mean, I should just start playing I mean, the next. I course. feel like isn't he his leadership's just better if you just play Cabal, right? No, I don't know. I think that power generation might be solid. I think like, I mean, um, it's like what a max of like five to six power. I mean, I think Malekith's Malekith's leadership gets it gets worse the less models you have in your list, right? Uh, but it's pretty good for Sentinels, though. Yeah. <laughs> like it might be less models, but. Um, no, no, it's, it's like, it's like five power a turn. And then also if it's like, depending on how, oh, sorry. Uh, I mean, yeah, I guess it's spread across multiple models. Yeah. Power, yeah. Uh, I mean, you're going to get the days, I mean, and you're getting it based on their threat level. So if you're playing 17 threat, you're, that's 17 power. And like, I, you hear people say, oftentimes they think that who actually wins the most games is whoever spent the most power. Whoever was able to spend the most power is probably winning. That's such like a that's such a reductionist statement. It's absurd. It is. I mean, like, it's, just, it, it, like, it's not like, giving. It's like a it's like that. a money ball hot take. But like, like I could spend I could spend like six power a turn on Bucky, like jumping him back and forth. Like it's <laughs> like, oh man, I'm winning the game. Yeah. I'm spending power. Like yeah. that's obviously a, an yeah, absurdist example. But like, but these guys, just, these just guys like, make just slightly better use of it. I mean, it's going to be a lot of offense. Okay. I do have like some reserve with your idea with the three man though. Like, one thing I do think Sentinels can suffer from a bit is getting controlled. Like, if they get pushed... If, so, there's, so we'll say, caveat, there's not going to be a lot that can move them because how big they are. But things that can move them, I think it is somewhat, like, detrimental to them because they hate having to move and using losing, like... Um, I don't... That's This is the other thing. People are complaining. People are complaining about it. I don't think it's... If you're a Juggernaut player, it's very common for you to, like, only ever take one action a turn, and then you've got your card to throw, and that's it. That's it for you. They don't have throws. They don't. These guys. Yeah, but Juggernaut only does that once in a game. Once in a game. Uh, or if he gets flipped, he's got throw on the backside. Yeah, but, yeah. but it, yeah, his yeah. whole point here is the Juggernaut does what he needs to yeah. by moving and rolling nine rolling, dice. And exactly. these guys always sure. roll nine dice. And these, sure. guys, these guys always do the Juggernaut play. That's the whole point. Yeah, well, exactly. These guys only, only they roll seven dice or eight dice. Well, no, but they also buff nine. their own attack numbers, right? Or is that what you're saying? That's, five plus, like, two, or whatever they're the, adding? Yeah, the, their their builder can be, if you spend three power, it can be seven on the, the four-pointers, and then yeah. eight. I thought it was pick. eight and nine, not seven and eight. Nope, that's on Prime alone. Okay. okay. The uh, are oh, one. they're seven and eight. He's That's what I mean. Yeah, is yeah, they're yeah, eight, the builders, and yeah. he's nine on their builders. Yeah. I goofed you up. That was my bad. It's, it's, yeah. the, it's the spenders that are eight and nine. So okay. the fours are eights, the nine prime is a nine. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. But again, so you have a, a a model that's uh, you have a model that's a point less than Juggernaut, being one less offense on one attack, and a model that's the same points as Juggernaut, being exactly as offensive. Yeah, that's fine. That's totally fine. And then also because they're not just sure they don't throw, um, but they pull, they tow cable. So if you manipulate them, they have to move back. They tow cable somebody over to Malekith. They're going to save him some action economy, and that's the guy that you don't want having action economy. Sure, sure. So yeah. um I th- think that's pretty good. Also with Hulk, they're probably fine. And also with that list, it's like if you're playing at 17 points, you just take Prime and uh Cassandra Nova. And she does have actually a fair amount like that mind control, control yeah. power and yep. stuff is good. And then she has annoying shenanigans about moving close to her and um I, I think she's important for the faction because she offers something completely different from what the other three models do. Yeah. 
here, here's the, the reason I say the way I said that is because I feel like if you get multiple activations into them, they die. Like they can take they can take damage if you get multiple activations into them, and their seven health isn't like for the four costers. You can actually kill them, and even prime too. If you get enough like physical attacks into them, he can fall over. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think reduction. I think like going wide and actually attacking them is a viable strategy if you have a bunch of like pretty solid threes that are reliable, like X twenty threes and stuff like that, and dominoes. Well, also physical attacks. They just happen to randomly be the weakest against physical. They have to have some kind of weakness. <laughs> well. Yeah, but it shouldn't. I mean, I'm not saying that it shouldn't be the most popular form of damage, but just happens to be what it is. Is it even the most popular? He's, like, yeah, I know that like every a lot of characters have physical, but people are jamming their lists full of energy and mystic attacks because they're trying to get around physical defense. Yeah, de- yeah, physical defense is the most it's popular like, defense if, and if, it's most popular offense. So there, but every, if, but if jamming. everybody's like changing their lists and playing a bunch of energy, then that actually means that physical is not the most popular anymore. Um. That's my point. Like if you're if you're rolling up with a bunch of like energy blast and Malekiths and Modocs and I think physical like even that. people who are playing and trying to because people do they make a lot of uh, concessions to try to get alternate attack types in their roster. Mm-hmm. But generally, you'll find that they're just the efficient ones because there's ones that are like people still take Bucky. He's still probably the most popular. I think I played against Bucky in all like again yeah. all six games. The second win, sure. he's just a physical shooter. Like he just, I feel like you have Wolverine bias. I definitely have Wolverine, and he's only physical. I have X-23 physical. Domino does have some energy, but it's a lot of physical. Mm-hmm. Um, Deadpool physical. Like, most of the dudes that I play are just generally physical. Even Cyclops with this stupid laser mm-hmm. beam. There's like a Magneto no, he's alpha, not, alpha physical. Energy. Is he energy? Yeah. Oh, for some reason I yeah. thought he's... Oh, no, he's energy because he's not... He's uh, connect. Never mind. He's supposed to be physical, actually, randomly. So they just didn't know what he's... <laughs> his beam a, is a it's a kinetic beam it's not like it's not like an actual laser as a side well that's as a side note on his beam uh that was uh startling i don't know if this happens in the comics or they just did it for the tv show the cartoon or whatever but he uses his beam on several occasions to put fire out and i'm like what the yeah. heck yeah is this is that like something that happens in the comics? yeah because it's yeah exactly because it's the, the the comics really go into that it is it's like a physical blast. It's, it's like a like physical a... blast. It's like borderline telekinesis. It's like yeah. a weird ability that's not energy. He's not shooting energy out of his eyes. He's not cutting your head off or anything. He's blast. He's literally and punching he's you in the you fucking in the face. face. Yeah, yeah, it's like straight knocking you. Hmm. Um, Interesting. So it's an, yeah, exactly. So um, whatever. Otherwise, like if like you know like roofs like I've seen like roofs fall down on them and he just like blasted away. That wouldn't work if it was like a laser. Yeah. Yeah. Agreed. Like, that's why I thought it was weird when he was put, because I was like, isn't this a laser? And nothing makes sense. Everything yeah. he's doing with it doesn't make sense. Buff that model, please. Yeah. I love uh, Cyclops, but man, I wish he just a little Cyclops is so good. Oh, All you know right, what? Real, real quick. Uh, no, okay, we'll do Sentinels. Colin, um, I don't want to dominate the dojo, so let's go to your, what are you thinking? Well, I mean, I like, so for me, um, so my first game I played with them, I was like pairing them with Web Warriors because I wanted to just like have like a funny, like I have five models that all have the exact same pull. So it was like the, mm-hmm. it was the three Sentinels and then uh, Gwen and Venom, uh, and just like pulling stuff wherever I wanted. But after playing it, I I mean it was fine. But it was like I realized that I think Sentinels have to have one. They have to have throws. You want to be able to throw opponents' models because you want to be able to control what can actually go into them. Um, so uh, like having like a model that can throw an opponent's model or just push their model away is very important. Um, if you can push them away from range, is like that's the best you can do. 
Um, mm-hmm. So, like, I, like, in that game, I probably, like, I misplayed Gwen and not using her, like, push to just actively push things away, um, which I just should have just been doing that the whole game rather than, yep. like, kind of using her pull to stuff, bring stuff to them and, like, yeah. Uh, also, I I just want to say, I think that they're really hard to play, like, properly. Yeah, I think so. I think um, they are. And, like, I don't think that, like, I, I would say, like, from the tournament, like, I guess I've been holding this in. Um, but like, I wouldn't take their not doing well in the tournament as a, uh, their, like their stock is bad type thing. Uh, I would just say that it's more of a, like they literally played brand new models the day they came out. The only, it's the type, (laughs) the type of person who's going to assemble models on Friday and show up the next day are meme Lords. Like they're not the type of guys who are going to (laughs) reinvent them. So like, I mean, I don't think they had the wrong idea because, like, if I build a list for them or a roster for them, I'm still, I'm still one to probably play Winter Soldier and like, uh, one. I think Winter Soldier is great because he's got a range five gun. I think that's something that Sentinels want is because they're going to control the middle of the board. They need somebody to sit on the back, uh, like, you know, the back scenario piece and be able to still contribute to the game. Like, they need those types of models. So I think that they're right that Winter Soldier is like a great piece for them. Um, just cause he can still have an effect. Like, that's why I was like my second game I played, uh, Hawkeye and, uh, I guess it is Wasp, but, um, that's just cause I wanted to play Wasp cause I haven't played her before, mm. but she was actually so good. Um, but it was like having a piece to kind of sit behind the Sentinels while the Sen- Sentinels kind of draw the fire in the middle of the table is pretty good. So, and yeah, I just, I think they're really fun. They're really cool. Yeah. Hmm. I think the web warriors list is extremely good. I actually like terrified and it's super hard to like not like you could end up pulling a model all the way across the table like chain pulls. It's absolutely terrifying to play against. Mm-hmm. Well, like, I think one thing that Sentinels really want is they want something they want things to be sitting at range four and then just pull them in and then all of them focus fire. And then that's what that they, li- uh, that's why yeah. I love your list because well, of, like then, Gwen can do it super well. Then yeah. can do it like. You can literally pick a piece and say, I'm going to murder that piece this turn. And yeah. Everything just destroys But it. I think that's why the other like two pieces or so in the list need to be models to get the other models out. So, so. I like, I think that's true, but that's in terms of that they want to like gang up and murder things. I think they're better that way. Yeah, I think but they're that, attrition. That leads me to wanting to, I think they're an attrition, but they're like hyper, like you're like on a, like a faster clock than against like other attrition armies with the possible exception of black order with them. Cause like every turn they're just like dropping a model. If things are going well, maybe, mm-hmm. maybe yeah. two in a turn. And so when I was thinking about them after playing you, I was just like, man, all I want to, all I would want to do with them is just like lean into what they're already doing. Like, I don't want to like, I don't want to get too fancy. So I think my roster would probably start with, I like Nigel's thought of, you know, if we're at, uh, whatever it'd be like 16 points Malekith prime and, and a mark four like mm. that's probably pretty obnoxious to play against i agree yeah. and then you know so you have a Malekith, you have the three sentinels you have nova you have Malekith, and then you've got five other spots i want to use four of those spots on something like um toad and like maybe uh voodoo you could do voodoo i'm i like really want to avoid fours because mm-hmm. you're already like fives and fours like across the your yeah. your so i was thinking you want like two twos so i was thinking toad and like uh maybe corset black widow or something just like two objective runners for those where you need yeah. like models that can range out so you have those for those scenarios where you're like i gotta i gotta be able to get out and get like extracts or whatever yeah and then i want 
two of the other remaining three slots to go to Baron Zemo and Baron Mordo because I just want to add I want to add two dice to their attacks and I want them to re-roll them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, re-roll is huge for that. And like that like just further and that leaves you with like another slot to play with. But that was after playing you and thinking about it, I was like, man, that would be how I would want to go about it because I feel like you know, we can kind of talk about what are the what are what are the reasons really to play Sentinels. Let's maybe like draw back and talk talk about that a little bit. Like why play Sentinels other than just you like the models and you want to play Sentinels, right? So which is a fantastic reason. They absolutely yeah. absolutely phenomenal. And if mm-hmm. you want to like at a game store like to get somebody into the game, using Sentinels might be the way to do it because on the table they look. I mean, Sentinels stunning. versus X Men would be the way to like get people to be like, oh yeah, this game yeah. is sweet. My uh, last few rounds when I played them, I just played X Men. I was playing X Force to that point, and I was like, <laughs> I just, I just had to for fluff reasons, and it was awesome. Uh, so the things that, other than the aesthetic, which is obviously great, but like if you like the aesthetic, you're going to play them what, regardless of what we're talking about. So I think we can gloss over that. So there's well, the the things that define what a affiliation is are the roster. Well, the ro- like the depth of the roster. Well, there's only three models four like bases three models right mm-hmm. so that's like not a huge defining feature um so you've got tactics cards and leadership so we can kind of go through their tactics Whoa, cards maybe real quick. there's still a bit more dojo uh sure right what what do you have in mind oh well what about just wong and uh oh, just some heels? and hood wong, well, wong and hood yeah that's yeah sure just healing them up that's ripped and also, obviously, Hood, it's been said ad nauseum that he's like, he causes bleed when he heals. And they're like, blah, 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 blah. but like, it's <laughs> Hood's, Hood's good because he's just part of their game plan, though. Mm-hmm. Like, he's getting energy. They're passing it out. Everybody's, everybody's you know, snapping necks. Uh, anyways, that was that's the one I actually am like, oh, man. That's fair. I mean, I think for most models, it's extremely hard to one shot them, like to like one activation kill them. I actually think the Mark IVs are very possible very killable yeah. they are very they do what they do not want um it's so a, they're three dice physical defense with no benefits on seven like you can definitely sometimes they have to to not lose on scenario the the mark fours will have to go out on like an end point like a terrigen miss mm-hmm. and they'll always play terrigen miss but he's got to go over there by himself yeah, and then it's, it's, it's <laughs> Wolverine, wolverine's over them. there cracking his knuckles like let's go bub and yeah, he's but just you're saying a four into a four so like i he, understand that but he's just gonna double berserker barrage or something degenerate and blow them up and then you're like oh yeah. or you could be playing quicksilver and he gets like three shot the whole entire game so i do think they can actually like hold their ground against a lot of stuff i mean yes they can hold their ground against quicksilver <laughs> I, agree I agree with that statement <laughs> that's yeah. your, but yeah. no one holds their ground against wolverine dude like yeah, but you're saying like a premium for X twenty three. I mean, don't they actually kill Wolverine though? <laughs> like they, they absolutely they do, reverse yeah. kill Wolverine, like, but they but do not Buc- want. Yeah. Bucky can take down a like Bucky can realistically take down a Mark IV in a single yeah. activation. Yeah, sure, that's fair. Right, I mean, like, that's Domino just... straight did. Domino almost killed Prime with she threw a grenade, incinerated him, shot him twice, and he I mean, literally heck, was like you, one away from oh, you. Oh, you almost did in the game you no, played against Kala. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, but I also <laughs> I think Domino is a weird model. Now, okay, she's <laughs> a rapid fire model with uh yeah, with four fucking dice with though. dice manipulation. Oh, she's a rapid fire model with dice manipulation. Like, there's a lot of there's a lot of three threat models in the game that put out enough offense that in their single activation they can deal seven damage to a three defense model. Like it just yeah. There there's a lot of ge- models that can do that. I don't yep. know if I can. Pri- now prime that requires double iron fist to take down. <laughs> but 
Yeah, I I don't know if I 100% agree with that because like getting seven successes off of like eight dice is not the best. Um, additionally, too, like it's like there's seven some, successes off of eight dice for like rapid fired models. Yeah. So are we talking about the same thing? When I'm talking about one shot, I'm saying I activate this model. It makes all of its activations and now your model's down. Are you saying yeah. in a single attack activation? Because I no, agree no, that's a, a full on activation. Yeah, yeah. So now you're talking about 16 dice. Yeah, you're talking about a fastball special, a berserker barrage into a, oh, a Shut builder. up about Wolverine. What? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. We're not talking about S tier offense here. We're talking about uh, just against regular stuff. I, I do think for to a certain degree, like even Domino who has dice manipulation is probably not going to like just full on one round them. I don't think. She gets no. She's it's remarkably dangerous. It's she, re, and I was she, goofing off. I always throw the grenade to get the incinerate, and if I, if that does even one damage, just getting the incinerate on that next that next rapid fire is like yeah, it's sure. a hot mess. Yeah. Like let's just let's just talk about the math for a brief second. So she has a rapid fire trigger on her gun, right? Yep. Um, right. I don't know what the rapid fire trigger uh, a hit. is. She needs a hit. So she needs a hit. So she every dice has a 25% chance. So statistically, you should get one of them off of four dice. Uh, but we'll say she gets three shots over the course of a turn instead of four. That's 12, uh, 12 dice going in. You can expect six damage, roughly six to seven given crits without her like manipulating it at all. Six to seven successes off of those dice. They're rolling three sets of three defense dice, getting one each time. So you're talking about... Too potentially but they don't have it on them she actually has that on the card he, like yeah they yeah. will have rerolls like prime's they, gonna give them they don't have rerolls against her that's her that's their big problem well sure i wasn't necessarily oh, trying okay. to focus solely no, on she, domino she down. i'm like, just like trying to look true. at she stops crits from exploding against them oh yeah you're right yeah i'm yeah. just trying to look at the base math of a rapid fire model yeah, yeah. shooting into them so yeah. the base math says use bucky that three bucky. sure it's it's three to four damage get through on them yeah. out of the seven that they need in an activation. So over the course of four attacks, spiking one or two damage across a few attacks is not that unlikely. Mm. Are you, you are correct that I would say the odds are in their favor to survive it, but it is very well within the realm of possibility that they won't. I, I don't disagree with that. I, I'd also say that they're also very good against rapid fire models because they just put shock on them and then the rapid fire is not very good. <laughs> that is that so was that, is, that was annoying is, yes there yeah. is a contrast to yeah but you like, can't you can't target every model with all of your attacks yeah that's but that's like shot. a priority if you see a rapid fire model that sure. should be a priority i would say like it depends on what your opponent's bringing if your opponent sure. has like we're just looking at rapid fire because they're very efficient yeah. but a model that's very capable of making like a five dice builder attack kicking into a seven dice spender attack on them that's physical is yeah. also rolling 12 dice yeah it's yeah. the same sort of thing and they may like their their spender may do like m more damage or whatever based on what the 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 i'm just all i'm saying is the notion that the mark four model is just like i'm gonna tank it like you're gonna take a couple turns to take me down maybe maybe not yeah I, i'm not saying they're gonna take like three activations worth of three activations worth of damage but i, I think it is like difficult or like it, it can happen you could potentially knock them out in one round but i don't know i mean after after seeing them in action like like you better too that's the thing too you better because on, on the return hit if you don't you're for sure dazed they're right. gonna throw like what 16 dice back your way potentially it depends mm -hmm. on their power there's also just like you don't do you care that much if they get knocked out as long as you're in a position to like 
like reconstruct them. You like, do because yeah, no, I think you do. I I think you don't want to reconstruct them if you can help it. That's like a card that just should be a rattlesnake. That's help. The problem with like that card is what it actually does is forces them to dive in on him. So yeah, and then which is okay for you. That's what you want. Uh. But he's not. He's more survivable than them um, by a pretty in. There's difference. It's actually there's a huge gulf between eight on the front and six on the back, whatever they are, yeah. versus ten on the front, eight on the back. There's seven on the front, and he's ten on the front. Yeah, yeah. So, so it's a big. That's a huge, huge, huge difference because like yeah. that he yeah, that sure. puts him out of almost anybody's one one activation other than like Malakith. I think or they're Hulk. like a positioning. Like you definitely want to position correctly with them. Yeah. Like I agree with you 100 because like if they live in that range three world, a lot of models yeah. hate that because like. There's a lot of plenty of range two physical models, and if you play that game where like you can pull them in and be in that range two, and like you get two attacks mm-hmm. and they get one, that's yeah. like the doom zone. I think it would also be very common. You'll see like a bodyguard hanging out with Prime while the other two are kind of up the field a little bit more, and then so it's like, well, you really descent or like like you're not very incentivized to attack Prime because there's going to be a bodyguard there, but mm-hmm. then for the the two fours out there, like that, like I've actually been looking at Colossus a little bit. Mm-hmm. Like for because <laughs> I want uh, damage reduction model. I, I think Colossus is great for them, honestly. Yeah. Like uh, they hand out power, yeah. they definitely will do it, and Colossus can bodyguard. I just feel like fours are like almost a non-starter. Mm-hmm. It depends on the point level. You're well, you're talking about the three. I think it's a mistake to take Prime and one Mark Four as opposed to Prime and two Mark Fours because all you're attempting to do is have more Mark Four, like mm-hmm. right, like. It's better instead of taking a model that helps keep one of them alive, just take another one that does the same thing, like redundancy. And so, if you're looking at it that way, that's 13 threat. So, you start putting like four threat models on your board, and you're like, I can't play anything under than 17 threat with this model, which, like, you can definitely think about that, those scenarios, yeah, whether you want it. It's kind of like the most of the time. The further down the, the the threat level goes, the less you're going to need the bodyguard. Like, I don't know. Be, I don't know if I agree with that. I mean, statement. unless it's like you're only playing against Malakith. Like, yeah, of course I'm going to need a bodyguard. I guess the lower your points, the more you'll see Malakith. Yeah, I know. Okay, and like, but it's just that you're gonna like like there is less potential dice going into them. Sure. Like the, mm-hmm. the lower sure. your point level. Like, well, if Colossus is your bodyguard, you won't be able to play it at a lower point level. That's, yeah, I know. that's I know. But, yeah, yeah. So I don't know. I think they're cool. I think they're game. Do we want to talk about? You could play Colossus of fourteen with Cassandra Nova, Cassandra Nova Prime and Colossus. And he's just bodyguarding. Just one. Just got one Sentinel on the table. Just the big boy. Yeah. Oh uh, yeah. I don't feel like that's a very good list. I don't think it is. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, the, here's the thing, though, that we well, have to like wrap our heads around is like, see, a Black Order is attrition. Anything with Malekith is attrition. Anything with Hulk has a buy-in on attrition, but it's probably not their main strategy. And that's the problem with Malekith, too, is that Malekith can play control scenario first and attrition as a backup. So both of those guys, these guys, I think they want to attrition and just attrition and attrition. And yeah, I think that's like their... That is what they do. That is what... The, that's. I, I think that's functionally a problem. Like, you have to yeah. overcome it. I, I think that's... I think I put it on under the weaknesses here, but uh, just... Or maybe not. Uh, they basically They basically just roll a large amount of dice on attack an average-ish to, like, upper end of average amount of dice on defense, and that's it. That's mm-hmm. what they do. Like, yeah. I know they can move things around, and they got, like, a little reroll, a little power yeah. shuffle, but at the end of the day, their game plan is grab 
grab most of your dice and roll them and see how it turns out. Yep. Which is why I really want things like Baron Zemo or Baron Mordo or like whatever, because I want to, I want to augment and supplement that. I don't yeah. want to, I don't want to, I don't want to like try to bend away from it because then you've got these models that do really this one thing and you're like, well, why am I even taking these models? Why am I not playing another affiliation? Mm-hmm. And so that was kind of my thought of like bringing it back to like, what do we see as the reason to play Sentinels? as like a guide to why we would build our roster so i think one of the the reasons so like how i was there's like two schools of thought for like building a roster for them i think for the most part it's like do you just build a random like do you bring just random five six models that aren't sentinels in there that just increase what they already do or do you build a second affiliation that kind of brings something different to the game so you can either like like originally it was like web warriors i took web warriors like web warriors are not an attrition so like one it's like i can splash prime with the web warriors and yeah. he's actually a great splash because he does a lot of things he brings survivability that uh, that the uh, web warriors don't really have he brings rerolls that web warriors would love to have on their attacks um and then he still has a pull which web warriors you know yeah. they thrive off that and then he brings boxes that they don't have, like health boxes. I, I love that. I, I actually love that idea because I was yeah. super like when you played Web Warriors with them, hmm. I I had I thought I had issues. Like I thought yeah. that was super good. Yeah. So I then think you're onto something. He also, you know, you can play Peter Parker as your leader. You, he hands out slow on right, and his, his spender can give slow shock and incinerate. I think. Um, and then uh, oh, primed. Yeah, prime. Yeah. Well, both of there. Yeah. Um, and then you have uh. Like you have a, a whole second list, a whole second like crew that plays entirely different. If you want to switch it up to just be a scenario game, you can, uh, depending on your matchup, right? So I think it's just like an interesting way to play. Um, but then there's like, like I was like, uh, I was like also just like, man, throws are kind of rough for them because like their physical defense is crap, and then um, like they don't have damage resistance and stuff. So then I was like, can I build like a like this is like super jank? I think it's actually super fun though, but it's like Hulkbuster was like a pair with them and then so you had the hulkbuster affiliation to give them minus one uh damage against throws or whatever and then uh the rest of my list was kind of like uh models with dr <laughs> so it was like if i ever like face brotherhood again i'm just gonna play hulkbuster and then just like have like uh like the lizard and war machine and just like all these random like they already have dr plus they suffer minus one damage to throws anyway so it's just mm-hmm. minus two damage all the time and it's like that's so cool <laughs> Um, but yeah, that was uh, like my, but like I have like 10 different like rosters that I built for them. It was just like random just stuff because I think they're just so fun to build for because they're just so interesting. Like, yeah, because they can, you can go in so many different directions with them. Yeah, I do think that they are uh, awesomely designed from a, whatever it is, they're not obvious um, in terms of how to like unlock their like top power. And that's a good thing because everybody be doing it in, like one second, like. If they were obvious, they'd be represented at second wind, like half the turn, you know, half the field would be like Malekith plus three Sentinels. And and well, be, they just came out, so I don't know. I don't completely agree with that. That's people people yeah. want reps. People want reps before yeah. we're going in. That's true. Actually, if you go back in the time machine and you're like at Adepticon and you're like reading about Malekith or you're listening to podcasts, people are like, man, I think he's like a C. <laughs> like, they're like, there's a lot of this. <laughs> he does like, one thing. He does it pretty good. Yeah. He's like, uh, good. He's good. He's efficient. But like, I don't know. Is that enough? You know, like they're just, you know, the hot takes or the not hot takes, the lukewarm takes. But yeah, then three months later, he's like, he's a problem. Those all those same guys. He's a huge problem. Also, half those guys are like 
exploiting him. Like they exploited him. They like won a bunch of tournaments over the summer, and now they're like, guys, could we like ban him? You idiots. Anyways, that's a side tangent. It's hard to not side tangent about Malekith. Uh, I I actually was like just thinking about this because we've said Malekith's name like fifty times already in this podcast. That all podcasters just have like a swear jar for every time you say (laughs) Malekith. That should be a thing. Absolutely, you should owe a drink if you say Malekith. It's so irritating. I listen to so much content just to get through like work that I should actually start like I'll send like Pat Dunford a bill or like (laughs) Chewy eighty nine or whatever. I'll just be like, yeah, you owe the you owe the Malekith jar. Yeah, Brandon Shirley. Shirley. I I listened to one of their episodes today. I heard that name so many times. It's going to haunt my dreams. Yeah. So I will say one thing that was super exciting and uplifting. Malekith did not win second win. He, it performed really well. Yeah. All he did was like four of the top eight. He's like, it was three, out of, out of the seven top people. four, I think. Yeah. But, but <laughs> an X-Men list one was just super cool. No, no. Because Shield Shield was two. X-Men was one. Shield was two. It was four of the top seven. Is what but it was four of the top said. seven. Yeah. Okay. Okay. But whatever. They were up there. But I yeah, mean, it was exciting. It, At least it lost. That's what I'm excited about. It was just like Malekith, you know, lost, and then, um, you know, it was just the the list that ones were lists that were tech for Malekith. So that's yeah, either that's true. you play Malekith or you play the models specifically designed to beat Malekith. I mean, Malekith also lost the TTS finals for season eight, right? So yeah, with so, he uh, did Malekith to clearly. a not like actually it was just an Avengers list with the Hulk, whatever. It was like a pretty yeah. so Malekith is basically garbage. Is what we're saying. Yeah. Yep. Quit playing them. Yeah, Hulk probably needs a. All right, that know, concludes our Malekith uh, segue out of our because uh, <laughs> the Sentinels are literally are the Malekith. Malekith. Right, if you say it one more time, you gotta start drinking. You owe a drink every time you say it. Oh crap! All right, I was right. Wait, are we moving on to another this, topic? This top four. That's the question. So I, Do I have. I have something to interject. Okay. Oh, so I got a text from Chris, one of our locals here. He said, uh, "Looks like we're getting a new card pack in November." Uh, they just showed today on their Facebook that there's a new symbol for cards. Yeah. Whoa. Yeah, Holy that's moly. that's for the Sentinel shenanigans. It's um, uh, yeah, it's the uh, and, it's the like uh, what do they call them encounters or whatever. Mm-hmm. It's not part of like regular play. It's part of the encounters. Um, if we want to talk about news though, real quick though, a lot of people. Well, they also removed the card or the symbol that's on Venom's card, the lethal protector symbol. Hmm. Or the yeah, that's that's what that so it's like. Maybe there's a card back coming. So now there's just a rumor yeah. mill going around. Ooh, I yeah. love that rumor. Yeah, the, the rumor mill is clearly leaking that there is some sort of a November announcement that's like pretty. The the November so like on Omnis protocols, Omnis was basically saying kind of how the way I am with Mark Four with War Machine, which is like, you know, the game's going to change dramatically, so I can't motivate myself to play it. That was literally his take. So he's clearly aware through either the playtesters that he knows or Will Pagani directly or whatever, that there's an announcement impending. And Danny Modesto was basically backing it up. So, And it's like the third podcast that they've hinted. This was the most brazen, just like throwing their dicks on the table and saying they know inside information. But um, <laughs> the, they, 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 it's, apparently it's coming, is that there's some sort of big uh, November... Oh, November is vacant for a reason. It will be an announcement. It will not be a super secret release. It's just going to be the game will change, like as we know it, and probably Which is exciting. Probably Malekith is going to get his PP spanked. Is probably a big uh, part of it. But a card pack or something, whatever update. A November update. I'm hoping it happens right before Warfare Weekend. Yeah, I, that would be fortuitous. Yeah. <laughs> you know what's going to happen? Sabretooth's going to be amazing. 
I've so I depending on who you listen to, yeah, he's the best card in the game. That's depending <laughs> <laughs> on who you listen to. Amazing. Yeah, and it's obviously not me because Wolverine's the best. Do we want to bring this back to Sentinel Tactics cards? We actually oh, yeah. skipped. Sorry, Josh. I did interrupt you uh, ages ago, right when you were about to go into your tactics. Let's talk about the tactics really quick. Only if we want to. We don't have to. We know we want to. It actually is a fact in discussion, and also I have some thoughts on it. Having, having seen them not played because they're all trash, I'd love to talk about them. <laughs> mm. <laughs> all right. I don't, so I don't agree with that hot take. 100%, we'll 100% true. So I'm going to hit them each real quick, and then we can talk about yep. them individually. So Sentinel Faction has... Uh, four tactics cards, like I said, obviously, like a key component to why am I playing this affiliation is their tactics cards. So, um, the four tactics cards are Directive 1, uh, which basically strips stealth from your opponent's models for a turn, uh, re- makes it so you can attack without needing a line of sight, and your opponents cannot modify their defense dice. There is the card Efficient Machines. Uh, it requires Nova, and uh, if she, Cassandra Nova, uh, within range three of her, she turns your shield results to wilds on your dice rolls. Um, there's online and operational, which we made reference to earlier, which allows uh, Prime basically to flip a Mark IV from its injured side to healthy side and remove all damage from it. And Scrap Metal is the final card. Um, and when one of your your sentinels gets KO'd, it causes uh, one damage to models within two, as well as the stun effect. So those are the four cards. Do we have any thoughts on those cards? Are we excited about any of those One cards? million percent have thoughts. All of them are trash, except for Efficient Machines is cute. And then the rest are throw and scrap in. That's interesting because I think efficient machines is like one of the worst ones, but maybe yeah, I'm missing yeah, something. Yes, for an entire it, it, the problem with efficient machines, and that's actually the problem with some of these other ones. Well, the the problem with efficient machines is it requires your list to be 18 points, and it's her prime two mark fours, and then you're going to get max value. But if it's anything less than that, you're probably like Jesus Christ, just take anything else. But um, scrap metal is maybe cute if you're like. Working with spider foes or that something? That one seems like the worst one. The yeah. worst one? Scrap Metals yeah, is stinkier. Sure. Scrap, sure. scrap Metals is interesting because Cassandra Nova has tricks and traps, basically. If you walk within three of her or something like that, she like moves and you you take five damage or something, whatever. Mm-hmm. She rolls four dice. If it's a crit hit or wild, you take damage for each one. Um, so you're kind of starting to stack this like weird chip damage strategy. I just don't think that's the play. Um, I don't think it's worth a card. That's the issue. I don't think this flipping the card from hel- unhealthy to healthy... I'd rather them just not get flipped in the first place. I'd rather just heal them. Well, well sure. I would always them. love to play a game where none of my characters <laughs> get flipped. That's the game that I would love to but play. But I'm saying just take take good <laughs> take good peeps who heal them, and then you don't have to worry about it. But you got. But you're. I I don't hmm. I don't understand. I I guess I don't know where you're. This is this heals seven damage. If they didn't activate, I can. I only played two games against activate. them. Both players took this card, and it was just like this like rattlesnake, and all it did is make me kill Prime. And then it was like, okay, yeah. well, well, and it wasn't hard to kill Prime. That was the the problem. The moral of the story is like, turns out you don't want people getting onto the fact that he's actually a huge tomato can. Is yeah. the, I mean, I I mean that might you might be right. Maybe they just like forego these two set like set or these two four point models that are just like pulling models into them, and then 
just killing Prime because they can just kill Prime, I guess. But like, I, I should I change like Prime it. Prime should be behind them. And if like, you're all in on Sentinels, like Josh wants to take all three models, you want to take all three models, probably fine. These guys were taking Prime, Mark IV, Bucky. Yeah, and I agree that, it's, that the card is significantly worse if you're reliant on yeah. one Mark IV yeah. Yeah. flipping and then coming back. I agree. It, it is very easy when there's only two Sentinels on the table to manipulate it so that you're killing Prime That's before. That's why I, I don't want you to take yeah, two just two. Yeah, I want 100%. you to take all three. Yeah. Also, I also feel like the rest of your list should be, like I said earlier, like kind of controlly pushy stuff around so you can kind of mm-hmm. manipulate it. Yeah, I was going to say, like, I I don't like this card that much uh, just because having it being with three could be really gnarly and it could set it up in a way to make you not within three. That's my one thing is you're going to play towards it if you have some control. They're hard to move, but... Um, like separating them and stuff could be interesting to do and forcing them to clump up. So I could see people taking objectives to spread them out. Um, I do think the most consistent one is Directive 1. I actually like Directive nope. 1 a lot. I'll, I'm going to finish. My I'll let you <laughs> I'm I'll gonna let finish, you. but yeah. thank you. Yeah. Um, but I like it quite a lot just for the fact that they have tons of health and it stops anyone from modifying their dice and not giving rerolls. Like the consistent thing to allow them that actually going to get them killed and to smash this good health like these big health pools, is rerolls and dice modification. I'm going to take this card every time I play Sentinels. What I want PU Sentinel players to focus on, though, is that it's worthless, especially if they're playing Brotherhood or Into Storm. Don't take this card. They'll always take this card if they're playing into those two factions, um, which is annoying as hell. Um, but, yeah. Oh, you're saying it's bad in uh, Don't Play It Against <laughs> Dude, Me. Please <laughs> stop playing this card, okay, for gotcha. Christ's sakes. It was like, really? You got a crap on Storm? You piece of garbage. It was so stupid. Oh, for How does it, Oh, because you can't I, modify your defense die. No, you can't because you can't. Because the cover You don't get cover. Play. You don't get any leadership. Yeah. yeah. I, I, I think the card's really good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, I, he's the, agreeing. The, but okay, here's, okay, the, here's, okay, the, here's okay. the whole. I'm just going to point out, though, there's a scornergy. They're so big, they see over everything. So you don't need to ignore line of sight. There is no line of sight problem. So you're just like, like yeah, you're not the, getting value on the, the stealth part. and line of sight is irrelevant because they have range three attacks, yeah. which is the range yeah. of stealth. So that's irrelevant. Think about how much and value you're using because of those two and effects. Line yeah. of sight Doesn't is also it, irrelevant. How's it read again? Is it just sentinels? <laughs> Nigel is on a campaign for no one to play this guy. <laughs> I think it may be faction. So it was such happen, a feels bad. If you happen storm. to be playing, uh, it may be faction. So it, you know, if you happen to be playing Bucky. As everyone is, then I'm sure he would be good for that. I can take a take a closer look at it it's, here. It's it's Sentinels, is what it says, and then it's reactive. So during the power phase, all Sentinels characters may spend one power. If at least two power was spent this way, you may play this card. Okay, yeah. And then what does the rest of it say? Um, until the end of the round, enemy characters do not benefit from stealth superpower yeah. and cannot reroll or modify dice. Additionally, ally Sorry, characters do not require dice. defense dice only. Oh, is it? Yeah, it's defense oh, dice. Can't modify defense okay. dice, but also yes, it means that if Bucky is in your list, he would benefit. He would benefit. Yeah, correct, because it's removing it from the enemy characters. So you know who you might be kind of forget one card though. Oh, what did I forget? Under your skin. Oh my it's god, a, it's, it's the best sen- card. It's not a sentinel specific. So I take this all back. I want to revert my statement. This is not that good of a card compared Wait, to what? Because I thought they could. Uh, under not- your skin is a sentinel. It's only card. defensive it's- dice. Yeah, they can't modify defensive dice. Yeah, you're yeah, working for Sorry. the whole turn. Yeah, how is that bad? It's not bad, but I thought it was like they can't modify offensive dice. When I was like, "Ooh, man, that's juicy!" Because your sentinels aren't going to die as consistently. No, your sentinels are actually just going to kill everything. Yeah, they're just going to literally can't modify. Murder the world. Yeah, they're going to have a turn of like full on murdering. Oh, oh, he had a phone call. Um, 
Depends depends how many how many miles you're playing that modify defense dice. That's this always makes your ten and it comes into your five if you're playing against a roster that contains several of those models. Yeah, yeah that's fair. Okay. And guys who modify defense dice, it, it, what you're doing is you're probably playing this into a roster that wants to stealth, and then if you, once you have that beat, you're basically beating Spetsnaz training, I know that's, karate. There's, also, there's tons of cats just out there. dumb shit like, like cat that. Exactly, cat, exactly. Yeah, that's so you're, you're crapping on all the all these bizarre rules. And you're on. You're an attrition faction that wants to kill models efficiently, and, and just should take that off. So you should take this card. You should take that. Else. You should probably take this card. Directive one is I mean, basically an auto in the ten. I don't know yeah. that the rest of them. I would probably always take uh, online, online operational. operational in the in the two. No, nah. I think Colin and I have the same thought process I on like these it. cards. Oh hell no! I'd rather take uh, Indom brace. Just take your Indom brace or patch you're up. Take those you can take those in I addition. Think yeah. The only problem with the card. Or the big problem is that it costs eight, uh, yeah, energy, which but prime pretty. I that's probably not a problem, but I think well, it's. It, I agree. Generates a lot your... of power, but he also wants to spend a lot of power, and he can spend it on every single turn. So, like, I mean, he'll have eight right before he dies. He'll be like, "Well, boy, I wish I could have. <laughs> I wish I could have healed some other guy before I died." I like. I, Colin I kind got of in the last game, and it was very impactful. Your, your like impression of like just cutting. You prime can't stop open. the Wolverine from just you're, diving you're in like, on him. Like you're. <laughs> Take, you like, actually totally can. He can't like just. You can't throw them through. No, nah, it was impossible. I got in there. Yeah, uh, yeah. I don't think Wolverine's actually that good. I'm just Sentinels. if if Nigel's experience is how the tournament went, I'm not surprised <laughs> that the Sentinel players lost a bunch. Is all mm-hmm. I'm saying. Yeah, and maybe Prime is that squishy, and we just didn't realize it in our game because we were playing like suboptimal lists into your Prime. But he definitely did not seem squishy. Prime. Now Iron Fist, my three point Iron Fist is the model that killed Prime. Mm-hmm. By himself, uh, but it required literally two iron fists to get the job done. Uh, <laughs> I like you're just like that happens every game. That does seem to happen in every game you play with iron fists. Yes, <laughs> you get two. You somehow get two of that off. Also, Wolverine soap. He can't bleed them either. That's yeah, not which was, Wolverine's which was power. Big, is it just rolling a big, big dick damage? For yeah, Blade, for sure. <laughs> yeah. He doesn't care about bleeding. Bleed actually like that's actually super relevant. He's not that what? good into him, actually. Wolverine's not good into these. No, he is. He's a physical. Se- what? No, he's super good. Yeah, into I think Wolverine's physical fine dice. into them. He's yeah. fine. Yeah, yeah. I'm not, I'm, I like the thing is he's also weak to them because of his two energy defense. So it's he, not. No, he's two mystic. He's three yeah, energy. He's three oh, energy. three energy. Okay, but he still he doesn't like being shot by them. Trust me, it was a feels bad. <laughs> <laughs> Especially once he's flipped and he's only got five health. You're like, Ugh. but there is one more card. So what did I miss? Uh, under your skin. It's an unaffiliated reactive card, but it's, it's unaffiliated. So, but it is it? a Sentinel card exclusive. So, like it comes in the pack, but it doesn't define the f- affiliation. Yes, it you does. You have to use Sentinels. You have, you to, have, use have to have like the Sentinels. Affiliate, but yeah, it says Sentinels in the text. So, below. like this is the weird thing is it's a it has to be a Sentinels. You have to be Sentinels affiliated, but also it's not a Sentinels affiliated card. It's, it has to be unaffiliated. It's whatever. It 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 works the way it works. Uh, oh, it's this card. Yeah. yeah, yeah okay. Yeah. Okay. But I think it's hilarious because yeah. So here I'll just read but it, it doesn't help you make affiliation. Yeah. When you yeah. uh, when you include this card in your squad, she's one non Sentinels affiliated character in your squad. It's now Sentinels affiliated character. As Nigel alluded to, that doesn't help you get to affiliation for the persons you're making your team currently because you can't play this card till after your team has already been constructed and you're in the game. At which yep. point, it doesn't actually matter anymore. Yep. Yeah. So it's a it's that's super weird. Yep. It, so the only thing it matters for is the ability to like. Any card that says a Sentinel model has to play it, 
like they can that model can now play that sentinel yeah. card but if your squad is using the sentinels affiliation when the cho- why is this not sent oh why is this not sentinel affiliated it's got to be because this is the rule change, right? I think it's it the rule change, hundred percent. Because it's like the Hydra card and yep. the Shield card that yep. do the same thing. They clearly meant it to work a certain way and rolled themselves into and a corner by accident, way. and yeah. they're like, "Uh, like we got to change the rules now." Yeah. Uh, so if your squad is using the Sentinels <laughs> affiliation, when the chosen character is deployed, it gains a Nanite token. After all characters are deployed, discard this team tactic card. The character with a Nanite token gains a Flight and Immunity, Poison, Bleed, Superpowers. That's right. I remember because you asked me, like, what's this token supposed to be? And we looked it up and it was like, oh, that's a nanite token. I was like, oh, they actually, like, only get flight, poison immunity, and bleed immunity while they have this token. So it's like the chimichangas, right? So you can make them drop it. Wait, wait, wait. Is it a, is it's an asset token? It's a token. Oh my God. I didn't realize it's an asset. So somebody else could pick it up and just become a sentinel? I think so. So it doesn't say asset token, but it's a nanite token. Oh, this, oh, I don't think it can be dropped. If it's not an asset, only assets can be dropped. Chimichangas are an asset. They specifically so, say yeah, yeah, card yeah, 100%. An asset? And, okay, then, okay. and when he dies, it drops, and there's like, whole so thing. why does it give you a token? Why doesn't it? <sighs> why is it just a marker? Just because. Oh, because yeah, you have no. to discard the yeah. card. Yeah. So yeah. how else would you know that yeah. this was the model of the yeah. of the two models well, that are in so. your roster <laughs> that could have it? Yeah. How could you ever remember that yeah. that was the one you picked? How could you didn't have it? Oh, wait a minute. I think this one. Did you bleed on me? Actually, it's on this model. Yeah. There you go. I mean, I will say I was building models specifically to be immune to bleed and poison. Because one, in our meta here, everyone puts bleed everywhere, and it's so annoying. So I I love sentinels. Um, yeah. And two, I just want to play Terrigen Mist and like spread poison around to my opponents. I'll just never take it. Mm-hmm. Terrigen Mist was awesome. I played a uh, a game my my second game against sentinels. I'm guessing Terrigen Mist were in both sentinel players' list because that's like the windmill slam. Um, I mean, actually, I think it's terrible for them. Like. No, I think it's good, but it's also very fun. It's just a fun scenario. I, I enjoy it. I do like this. I have never played it, and that was my first time, and it was very enjoyable. And yeah. they were very good. I windmill slammed it in my first game, and like I didn't like spreading out sideways. They did not. They don't like it either. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, you, you just you went straight down the middle <laughs> at all times. Yeah, and just forego sideways. Like yeah, yeah. Sentinel school though. Uh, here's the thing though about that card is that it's the best Wolverine. Period. Wolverine's immune to stagger, stun, bleed, poison. He fucking flies, and he just <laughs> shits damage. He gets free power every time he kills a guy. It's pretty sweet. That is the oh best Wolverine. When Spider-Ham comes out. What? If 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 and wins. He if he's better out. than Wolverine, I'm fucking quitting no, this game. You give him this, and then he has flight. <laughs> he has flight. A pig. He wants a, fly, a pig. A flying flies. pig. <laughs> yeah, yeah, true. Okay. All right, all right. Finally. <laughs> <laughs> just as long as we weren't challenging Wolverine's will dominance. be my two-point splash. Well, I think overall, like, I think they got legs. Um, they look awesome on the table, and I think they're, they're going to have some game kind of in the near future, I think, in my mind. Just because of their beefiness and how hard they hit, they can do stuff. So. They're going to get figured out, and I'm excited to see where the Sweat Lords take it. I We're mean, probably not those people, but... Uh, what if they happen to be in the uh, Weapon X, like... Uh, why would they be in Weapon X? I don't know. Wolverine's not in Sentinels. He could be, though. God, can you imagine if they came out with, uh, crap, what's his name? The one from the future? Bishop. Nimrod. 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 Yeah. Oh, my God. If Nimrod actually came out, oh, my yeah. God, that'd be I mean, amazing. Everyone's talking like Nimrod. And Nimrod. All I mean, that'll be the pack. Obscure. Bishop plus Nimrod will be the pack. Oh, that would be cool. <laughs> that would be, so be a cool pack. <laughs> that would actually make me so mad. <laughs> that would make me so happy because I'm just solid about all those factions. So. Yeah, Bishop could totally be a Sentinel. Like, Yeah. What? 
Well, you get the nanobots in you. He literally you works for the Sentinels in the future. Uh, he does. He, no, guys. Until he, he realizes. Until he gets. Until yeah. he gets. Until he realizes that they're like what killing him or whatever they're doing, and yeah. that they're gonna kill him too. Yeah. 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 Once they once he has no use of them. I guess worst case scenario, it can make an absolute stunning diorama with X Men and Sentinels. So it's not the mm-hmm. worst thing in the world. Yeah. I want to see one of you guys put cables coming out of their hands. Mm. I thought about it. I thought about something. That uh, or I want to see one of you guys. I'm disappointed that neither of you modeled them in the muscle poses. Flexing. Yeah, the flexing <laughs> yeah. muscle poses. <laughs> I. I do want to see somebody like put a Wolverine just like on the chest and just with like plunging his blades uh-huh. in the chest. That would look amazing. Yeah. All right. So Sentinels, we're cautiously optimistic. I think is our overall take. Yeah, they're up there with X Force. They're like wild. It's the Wild West. It's anybody. Anybody could. <laughs> I think they're like <laughs> they're, they're, they're well designed. I think so personally. I think they're well designed, and also they're a good um, like look. We don't have to focus on their tournament viability or your TTS season, whatever the fuck, you know. They're going to be fun. You're going to have a fun time, and your opponents are going to have a fun time. They're just a good guy. They're just, I think they are going to be fun. Like, uh, my last round at uh, Second Wind was just, we were having a blast. Like, it was just a fun, like, super stupid. I played full X-Men. I went full X-Men, and he went full Sentinels, even though he had, like, Malekith and whatever, like, um, Even though everyone says never go full set, never go full set, and never go full X Force or X Men. <laughs> but uh, uh, yeah, no, they're just it's a they're they're, and you're gonna have a fun interactive game, and there's probably some power there. I don't know. It's interesting though, because like you listen to Pat Dunford uh, speculate, or you listen to you know the big the big uh, talking heads, and um, it's not obvious, right? It's not they're. they're yeah, something something's quite not there, but it'll mm-hmm. get figured out. It'll, it'll it's fun. It'll be fun to see who breaks the shit out of these guys. Well, I think they, they probably will be broken. Like kind of along that line, I think one of the things that's the coolest about the affiliation is that it's so limited and that the models are so expensive. So, like, I think most people, most tournament players, default it seems like is start with a bunch of threes. And then season with my most powerful five, sixes, and sevens that I can put in there. Mm-hmm. And this affiliation doesn't let you do that. So I think by by that very nature, I think that standard tournament players are like, eh, can't build lists the way that I want to build lists. So this faction probably is no good. But I don't think that that's true. And eventually someone like Dunford, who's very open-minded about everything, will will get it figured out. Yeah. Also, Or, the- or maybe Colin. Yeah, or Colin. I'm very close-minded, so no. That's oh. true. You're like, if it's not a model that I can legitimately see working with Sentinels, it's not going in there. Yeah, it's not. Like, This is the first fashion that's reminded me of your strategy is similar, the most similar to War Machine. And I know that we opened with, do not compare this game to War Machine, please. But I was an expert. Specifically, we, you. Yeah, yeah. You, we you are experts at War Machine, so we could do it. <laughs> we have a free pass. Um, but yeah, it is very uh, attrition-y in that way. Like, I think you do want to play them in like a just push points and beat up dudes. So, anyways. I am curious how they play into like go wide scenario guys, though. I'm a little nervous for them on that. Like, yeah. Like Web Warriors, I think. Kind of. I think they're kind of immune to half the crap Web Warriors wants to do, though, so that makes them kind of good. Web Warriors can move them around. Gwen doesn't care what their size is. Can they? Yeah. And just, like, scoring objectives. No, apparently they can't, because yeah. apparently they can't you, be moved super by superpowers. They can't be moved period. by superpowers. Yeah. It doesn't matter if they're mystic yeah. or not. It's so just, did we miss that? 
Yeah. Yeah. I apparently over like misread that. But I think like if you can get like a black cat stealing objectives and just try to score objectives and being defensive, like it might be an issue for him. Yep. Yeah. Okay. Well, is that a wrap on the Sentinels? Wrap on the Sentinels. We're going to keep bringing them up, but it's a wrap for now until we somehow shoehorn them into the next well, mountain. Yeah, they're on. They're literally on the table. I've been staring at them for hours. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, yep. They're on my mind. Okay. Well, given that this coming weekend, when you are valiant listener is listening to this cast, is Halloween, Ooh. we thought we should get a little spooky. Hmm. So we're going to talk about things that go bump in the night. Specifically, what scares you the most in Marvel Crisis Protocol? Oh, in Marvel Crisis. Not yeah. In not yeah. getting your girlfriend pregnant. Yeah. yeah. That's not <laughs> yeah, what we're talking yeah, about. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Amazing. Uh, so, Nigel, I think you're the one who uh, had the idea for this segment. So what do you got? Yeah, you know, um, much like Wolverine, I'm just fearless. Nothing scares me. Nothing scares me. He was like, Wolverine stab you across the table. Yeah. He was like, let's do this so I can hear what all you pussies are saying. I'm just a a sigma. (laughs) Um, Look, I have no fear of losing. I've had it beaten out of me. Um, That's good. Exactly. So there is nothing to fear if losing is your only friend. Yeah. Let's see here. What do I fear in this game? So it has to be directly in this game, not like in the Marvel yeah, it universe. Can be, it can be a model, an Brandon affiliation, yeah, yeah. Some, a content creator, tactics cards, specific scenario play. Yeah. If you want to like segue into some scary Marvel stuff, this is this is just a fun little short topic for Halloween. So really whatever. whatever I fear playing sure. actually me playing uh, Magneto. Dead serious. What? It actually gives me anxiety. I feel like I have to do so much with him. There's like a pressure to perform, and he is so squishy and it's, so it's trashy. basically like when you get super lucky at the bar and the hot ch- hot chick's date like just st- stands her up, and then you get a shot, and then like you just can't get it up because it's too much pressure to perform. Uh, uh maybe. <laughs> it, it's I can't like <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't know if I care if I had like a but. It's that exact scenario, but also I had a 12-inch penis, and everybody knew it. And then for some reason, I couldn't perform. So (laughs) 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 then it's like, oh, man, dude. But yeah, like every time you're playing them, I feel like you should, you're like, man, I should be in the driver's seat, and I just never feel like I am. I always feel like I'm on my back foot. I always feel paranoid he's going to get killed, and I fucking hate it. And he costs six points, and he's like crapping on my list. Like you trying to make a list with Magneto's is like, what am I doing? I'm excited about Blob because he just solves a lot of his problems. What? I'm so confused. Like Magneto is so fun to play. He slaps so hard. He rolls pretty much six defense dice on like all the time. Those fail a lot, but yeah. Wait till you go and everybody's like bringing an Ebony Maw and all that stupid garbage and just yeah, that's for them. Fun. Usually you get the Alpha with him. Hmm. Just throw them out there. Who who are you throwing in that doesn't get controlled and pushed away? To you, have of, you have a lot of fast models that you. Can I mean, I guess you'd have Juggernauts. If you take him and Juggernaut, if you Mystique, spend eleven points, Mystique can double move. Like you can actually do mm. so much shenanigans. She double moves and then they just kill her. I like that your argument here is like those two models are eleven points when you were just like add 
advocating for like three models that are seven. Yeah, with Malkith. Yeah, yeah. that actually um, that is where I think if you took Prime, if you took Prime and a Sentinel in Malekith or Prime Cassandra Nova Malekith, and you compare that to you compare that to Magneto Juggernaut and whatever you want. They're gonna dump on the Magneto Juggernaut yeah, list, of and that's a and that's a two good models. That's like two very good. Jug- I, you will never hear me complain about Juggernaut, but it's, yeah, Magneto is not good in Malekith. Your margin for error. The problem with Malekith, or the problem with uh, Magneto is your margin for error is surprisingly like not good. You just can't fuck around with him. You've just got to be a better player than the other guy. That was me putting a Malekith doll. Oh, in the jar. Yeah. Well, you don't have to put one in. Nigel does. Yeah. Oh my yeah. god. All right, so Nigel's afraid of playing Magneto. Magneto, yeah. Not against I don't like him, using him, yeah. I feel pressure. I don't like putting him on my tray. It's too much pressure. Yeah. Colin? Uh, I'm afraid of Carnage. Oh. What? Okay. All right. Uh, just being a Web Warriors player, one, like, I don't have many, anything that, like, really isn't physical. And then he just rips apart. You know, like, though I've only played against him once, and I've specifically built lists for, or, like, rosters to play in the Carnage, because I knew... Uh, I knew our friend Nick. I knew I was going to play against Carnage the first time we played, and then I proceeded to not play any of those models. Uh, they were specifically there for Carnage, like just energy attacks, and then I didn't play them. Uh, but then Carnage did exactly what I thought he was going to do, and just like tear, like do like a ton of damage to multiple models, and uh, it was gross. I'm afraid. Of, I'm afraid. Also, he's like a a cool, scary model. He's a terrifying character in the comics. So he is a terrifying character in the comics. Yeah. His model, I hate. It's probably mm. my least favorite model uh, in the entire yeah. range. I kind of liked it. I just put it together today. It's pretty cool. It's a cool model. Right. Mm. I like that they found a way to get them off the ground. Yeah, somewhat. They're all way. off the ground. They're on tactical rocks, like off the ground. Yeah, yeah but on, not on tactical. Like, <laughs> like the one model that doesn't have tactical rocks is just like way off the ground. And then mm. every other model has a tactical rock. Like, yeah, he has tactical tentacles. They are tactical. <laughs> How about you, Aggie? I'm scared if they actually buff Sabretooth. Because I don't have an excuse if I lose. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't think Sabretooth's getting a buff. Apparently, he's like a high B tier. No, he's a stinker, dude. No, he's a high B tier. He's been, I've been having luck with him, but I think, okay, my big fear is he doesn't get buffed. There you go. <laughs> that is my true fear. <laughs> now, now he's trying to like reverse psychology. That's amazing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they're going to listen to me and they're yeah, going to. Exactly. Will Pagani is just like, got notes. <laughs> notes. <laughs> my contrarian nature means I must prove Eggers wrong. <laughs> Sabretooth. Buff. I think that and also trying to do a damage with uh, Quicksilver. That's in my horror movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I can actually play his card. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I mean, the Marvel dice are just a nightmare in and of themselves. They, so, are. they are. True. That is highly true. Uh, hmm. so far the scariest thing that i have played into or dealt with is probably loki loki uh single-handedly collected all of the legacy virus off of my models (laughs) and won the game uh while like uh, power dampening me and like moving me around and running away from me and yeah just is it scary or is it aggravating i don't know but he definitely made me look like an idiot so uh i'm gonna go with loki Mm-hmm. Loki nice. is my Loki is my big bad. And right by now. collecting them, you mean he ordered Grubhub, and your all of your guys kept collectively like Correct. coming in and yes, delivering. Like, exactly hey, do you right. want this? <laughs> yeah, that's exactly right. <laughs> that's exactly right. Yeah. Yep. So probably, probably Loki in the game. Uh, I have. I don't think I really have any uh, Malekith fear. Uh, <laughs> and I don't have any Thanos fear really. 
So yeah. Yeah, I gotta yeah. put Thanos on the table. I'm going with I'm going with Loki. Um, I have Corvus Glaive here, that's for sure. That that dude is a piece of garbage. He's a slapper. Yeah. Pure slapper. Yeah. What do you mean? Just uh don't let your characters die, just heal them. That's true. So they never flip. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Look, Corvus Glaive is gonna have priority, so he's gonna cause your card to flip. And you're not going to play your stupid flip card because he's going to kill it at the top of the next turn. And then you're just going to be embarrassed. Mm-hmm. That's true. Yeah. So is Ebony Ma a new scare slash boogeyman now that's took down Malekith? I mean, was that the tech? Was that why he was in there? Like, do we know that that was played against Malekith? I don't know 100%, but they had a lot of tactics cards in the 10. And also he was in both the X-Men list. Oh, he does, have, well. he does have the shush card. Yeah, yeah, he does. So the shush and the move around. So I'm assuming that was part of the tech. I don't know 100% because I didn't. there was no VODs, but it was intriguing to see. The shook is tech because it's like, yeah, you can basically, like, no charge. And then he's got to spend twice the charge, and it's like, boom. And then he keeps pushing him back all game. Yeah. So maybe. Maybe. Hmm. We'll see. Yeah. Oh. Ghost bar- Gwen's pretty, ter- like, scary. She scares <laughs> me. It's like, yoink, whoop. This yeah. person you know, pulling you and like, God. She made you so angsty. Yeah. You're the mm-hmm. angstiest. <laughs> this model. Yep. I can't believe she does this. Well, she doesn't do anything else, bub. <laughs> that's not that's highly not true. She actually can do damage. It, it was funny when I did like I, I attacked with my spender and he's like and it like it rolled well too. Yeah. It was like but it's like a six dice spender and it and like did, did like quite a bit of damage. damage. Yeah. 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 It was literally just goes, she doesn't do anything else, she doesn't do any damage, and I just get like juggernaut takes like four. Yeah. I was mm-hmm. like, cool. Yeah. Yeah. He doesn't do any damage. Yeah. He was, he was <laughs> intensely. I, I don't know the exact interaction, um, but I, my second round, I played against a Web Warriors dude, and he had Miles. I don't even know who his leader was. He gave slow. I was like in a common cluster, and he gave slow like three models. And the tactics card. Um, gosh, what's it called? Colin? All, all webbed, webbed up. up. Or, yeah, yeah, that's it. All webbed up. So he plays all webbed up. I have like Wolverine, X-23, and Honey Badger all get slowed. And then I was pretty cool. Uh, Wolverine proceeds to just go and kill Papa Red Skull because uh, he was like splashing Red Skull and Web Warriors. Mm-hmm. Um, and it didn't big, matter that I was sl- Red Skull, new Red Skull. Yeah, and it didn't, it didn't matter because I had uh, Berserker Barrage. But um, boy, those two Miles and uh, uh, Amazing Spider Man proceeded to just dunk on me, and I wasn't sure what was happening. I didn't understand where the dice were coming from, <laughs> but they were rolling like 20 dice attacks because they're like, I moved, so I'm adding plus two, and then you're slow, so I'm adding plus two, and then it's already like a 200 dice attack, so it's like 204 dice attack. It's, I if I enjoyed hearing, I'm enjoying hearing about this, yeah. and I enjoyed his reaction during the game, yeah. because it's literally the reaction I had two weeks ago or three weeks ago when I first played into Web Warriors with Colin, yeah. where I was just like... What the hell is going on? What is yeah. like? <laughs> in all fairness, I've never actually been able to even use all webbed up. So, like, I was trying to use it in my game against Eggers, and I just actually couldn't use the card. Oh, so, yeah! Like no. every time you tried to pick it up to play it, like your fingers just there went numb. Had the nerve. Well, my models, my models just got like like when Venom went in there, the turn I was going to do it, he got one shot. Mm. I was like, oh well, I guess I can't use all webbed up now. And then uh, Gwen never had like a good opportunity to re- really use it either because she's like she wanted to kind of stay a little bit out of it, but yeah, yeah. like it's not like it just happens. Like it's you know, I don't know. I felt like it just happened, and then <laughs> I had no way to like how did I what? This I spent the rest of the game like trying to figure out like why is why is this so bad? Yeah, um, I mean, granted it was over quick because 
Honey Badger and X-23 got flipped immediately, so, like, they lost slow, and then that was cool. But, like, and then Wolverine was able to berserk a barrage away, and he was basically a problem for the rest of the game for uh, him. But, um, yeah, I don't know. that Those guys were just, like, web swinging, doing extra... Yeah, just the dice were off the yeah, charts. Like, like, there was you, so much offense. You, you web swing, you do your, your builder attack, uh, and if, then they're, if they're all webbed up, Miles can roll eight dice, and Amazing Spider-Man can roll uh, nine dice. Do yeah. web warriors just slap sentinels then? Like, they swing in just, like, crush with some physical dice with like huge dice and just slap the crap out of them probably I mean, maybe yeah that's what everything does to sentinels yeah yeah but they also have to they, <laughs> ha- they have to be able to web in and then be within two to do all webbed up and then get that to go off without also getting gotcha first. yeah that's fair mm-hmm. all right well this started as a Halloween thing, and now it's just that card terrifies me. Whatever, whatever, okay, whatever happens. Yeah, back yeah. I will say one thing's <laughs> absolutely terrifying that affects every one of us is when if every new affiliation that comes out is behind a hundred dollar box. Yeah, that is terrifying. <laughs> that is terrifying. Uh, okay. Well, maybe to add to bring it back and add a little fun, what is the spookiest character you would like to see come into the game from that's not currently in the game? I mean, we're all going to agree it's Man-Thing, right? That's definitely that's definitely got to be one of them. That's got to be one of them. Actually, I wouldn't even vote Man-Thing because actually my vote would be Mojo. I feel like he's scary. I don't know who Mojo is. He's like a yellow blobby guy. <laughs> he's he's an, inter, he's an interdimensional job of the hut who runs a the, cable network. That he's like, in the X-Men cartoon. Yeah. Oh, I do remember him yeah. talking he's about a Mojo. He's yellow-looking dude. Mo- Mojo's world. Yeah, the Mojo's like yeah, television. Yeah, okay. Television. Yeah, that, got, yeah, that guy is creepy. Yeah. He's so weird. creepy. Yeah. And then he's got like all the coolest. Uh, he's got Shatterstar. He's got Spiral. Uh, Longshot. All of his like dudes are sort of weird too. Longshot felt like peak in the cartoon. It felt like peak um, Rob Layfield. Yeah. Uh, like, all the pouches and stuff. Yeah. yeah. Like, like just the character, like everything about the character. Mm-hmm. Plus the fact that he was like macking on uh, Jubilee a little bit. Mm hmm. And she was like falling for him, and I was like, "This guy is super cringe." <laughs> and she was like fourteen, <laughs> exactly. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right, Colin, how about you? Man, I don't know. Uh, give me a second. I gotta think. Peggy, uh, what's the devil guy? Mephisto, Morbius? No, Mephisto. Like Mephisto. Yeah. Oh, Mephisto. Yeah, huh? he's like a, he's like the devil character in Marvel. Oh. Yeah, so he's pretty spooky for Halloween. That just kind of came to my head for just mm. Halloween thing. That that's pretty yeah. spooky character in general, and I think. Is he the one that gave Ghost Rider his powers? Yeah, I think he is, actually. Mm. Yeah. So, like, there's another thing. It's like double Halloween there. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so, Man-Thing is the obvious after watching Werewolf by Night, yeah. but uh, I'm also going to say Dracula. Oh, yeah. Like, Marvel's Dracula is just, like, that seems like the obvious oh, spooky that, Halloween like character. Uh, like, Dracula is Blade's big nemesis. Mm-hmm. He, like, weirdly teams up with Elsa Bloodstone and, like, some of the vampire hunters in some series, like, to kill other bad guys or yeah. whatever. Like, Dracula just, like, pops up a lot in their, their supernatural. And he's, like, the, he's, like, one of the big bads in Marvel's supernatural for, like, I think mm. Morbius and I think some of the Midnight Suns and... Like some of the vampire hunters and maybe convocation and definitely for Blade. Like Blade's big bad is Dracula. So okay, I just Marvel's Dracula. Get him in here. Interesting. Man, it like that's basically where I was going, but it was the Spider Man. The guys that I brought up in the Spider Man episode. I just can't remember his name right now. Uh, but he's like a, a interdimensional vampire. Okay. That 
Oh, you brought him in the last episode. Yeah, I know. Uh, I, I don't remember his name. I don't think I said his name in the last episode. Because mm-hmm. it's kind of a... That was the only comic I've ever read with him in it. So, yeah. But yeah, that's my guy. Okay. And then also Man-Thing. And then also Man-Thing. All right. Well, we got our spooky out. We did. So now I think is the perfect time hmm. to mention that you should stop by museonminis.com and check out all the sweet Marvel Crisis Protocol tokens and gaming aids, as well as gaming aids for many other gaming yep. brands. Right now, there is a drive for uh, your collaboration with Play on Tabletop. You want to talk about that for a minute? Yeah, yeah. Uh, Play on Tabletop is a YouTube channel, a very popular, a big 40K stream. They do have two MCP battle reports. Do you watch them? They're, they're sweet. They're by far and above the best production quality of anything going. They should definitely do more. They should do more. And so that's one of the things you can like, you can basically buy a token. It's just a 40 millimeter token. It's like a thank you token. It's a token of appreciation tier. Uh, you can just buy that. Um, and that also supports Muse. But like it, uh, you can put in the notes basically like more MCP please. Or you can also say mm-hmm. they also do judgment uh, battle reports. So you can ask for judgment. Um we basically put in the notes, we forward that to them, and they are part of this campaign. Is like if they, I can't remember what tiers. There's a hundred hundred k and hundred fifty k. One of the tiers they're hiring two full time editors, which is because it takes about eighty hours of editing to do a full video the way they do it. Oh, that's a lot. Yeah, yeah. and then if you watch it, because they're, they're adding like After Effects and all this mm-hmm. other stuff, so it's a super cool. It's a super cool show with a lot of extra stuff, production. Um, but there, yeah, I would just love to see more content. It's so mainstream, like appropriate for mainstream like consumption that, mm-hmm. um, you know, the hobby will grow if there's more exposure to games filmed the way they do it. Um, so, yeah, if you want to see other games that's not 40K, it's a, just a cheap, stupid thing that you can buy. But that said, by Warfare Weekend, which is in three weeks, I will have the new trays for the like MCP tournament trays, which will have space for all the cards, the tokens, your dudes on top. I saw some like trays that are already out there. They're like 3d printed. Um, they're pretty janky. They're like really tall. <laughs> they're like really tall lunch boxes. They're not like magnetized. They're just sort of gravity, gravity held. And then um, um, they barely hold your 10 models on the top. Like your models are almost base to base contact on the top to just scrunch 10 models minimum. Whereas like mine, they're kind of spread out. They look nice. And it's at least 15 slots that are like all multi, you know, you can have like at least three huge bases, uh, six mediums. So it's like modular. So that part, having seen that and in practice, like mine just is, yeah, I'm, I'm like happier every time I go to a tournament. I'm like, man, this is like convenient. So, be on the lookout. Yeah. They'll be cool. Get on Muse on Minis. Keep an yeah. eye out. You know when Nigel gets into a game, it results in a bunch of sweet accessories for that game. So yeah. he already has several, and keep an eye out for more. I think you guys need some help. Imagine you're yeah. at home at your computer. You haven't <laughs> won a game of Marvel Crisis Protocol yet, but there's hope. You watched two awesome battle reports from PlayOn, which made you doubly better which made you win your next two games and you're gonna in gratitude support them from the kickstarter Mm -hmm. and then because of that you got that link to the new tournament tray from muse on minis which also what happened at last episode makes you win tournaments so Mm -hmm. boom there we go imagine you did it 
It did not help me win a tournament, but it did make me the best X-Force player in the nation. Best X-Force player hey. in the nation. Yeah, there you in go. The imagine. Yeah, imagine. You could be yeah. the best X-Force player. I am, I'm expecting like calls to come in and be like, hey, can we get your uh, insight on X-Force? Like, can we... <laughs> <laughs> How people ask me for tech exports. Can we get some of that exports tech? You're like, yeah, here's the four models. <laughs> I think there actually is not that. There's actually a decent amount in exports. No, but Nigel plays Cable, oh, just Colossus, the four, just the Wolverine, yeah. and uh, Juggernaut. Juggernaut, yeah. 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 That's your that's your four. Yep. That's We're spoiling dojo. it. We're spoiling it. Yep. And then depending on the points, you might have to... Juggernaut's the swap piece. So it's like, oh, he might turn into Rogue. He might turn into X-23. He might turn into, uh, you know, Hulk. Whatever. <laughs> depending on the ball. <laughs> might turn into Hulk. Perfect. Amazing. Uh, I think he was in one uh, one comic for X-Force there. I'm just yeah. giving that to you. I mean, he's in Deadpool 2. That's all that matters. The Hulk? Uh, oh, the Hulk, yeah. I was talking about Juggernaut. Yeah, Juggernaut could probably actually probably isn't there somewhere. Eventually. Like probably mm-hmm. Edward Norton was walking by in the background with a sandwich in his hand. And yeah, for sure. Too, and it was yeah. like, yep, there's the Hulk. Easy. <laughs> All right. We'll stick along with our Halloween theme of things that go bump in the night as we jump into Cerebro to examine Blade mm-hmm. in our character spotlight. That's Cerebro. Yeah. I don't think it is. Well, you don't know. You never put the helmet on. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right so uh blade uh i think we probably all know from wesley snipes movies but mm. uh eric brooks was actually uh made into a vampire in a different way in the comic books he didn't he wasn't like his mother wasn't bitten and then he was born it was but it was still deacon frost who led to him to becoming a vampire mm. uh so some of the question about the Hopefully, upcoming Mahershala Ali Blade is will they be will they follow the comic book storyline or will they just revert to the uh, the movie storyline and just be like, yep, that's that's we're just going to stick with that. So in the comics, uh, Blade the Blade movies had such like a giant impact; it kind of changed Blade's aesthetic as well as they. Uh, they introduced a storyline where he got like a blood transfusion from Morbius uh, that uh, made it so he was a daywalker. Because prior to that, oh. Blade wasn't a daywalker. The movies ah. actually introduced Blade mm. being a daywalker. So that's yes, kind he, of he, he can he's Morbin time. He is mm, Morbin yes. time. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, Morbius. I expect to see in this game at some point. He's a pretty significant part of the Midnight Suns like storyline. And apparently Spider-Man, I didn't know that. But yeah, well, yeah, and he's that's a, what he's from. Yeah, he's he's, I mean, he's a, a Spider-Man villain. He's kind of a, he's like a he's a go-between. Yeah, he's a yeah. go-between. I was like, guy, but yeah. I wouldn't. Is like is like Rhino a significant part of Spider-Man's storyline, or does he just show up from time to time? You know, no, Morbius is legit. Like in <laughs> okay. Spider-Man, mm-hmm. okay. yeah, it's a it's a thing. So uh, that's kind of like the big deal. And uh, Bl- uh, Wesley Snipes played sort of revitalized the line. Uh, the original comics came out kind of during that like black exploitation era. So like Blade and like Power Man or Luke Cage, as mm-hmm. he would become to be called, came out in the same era. And so if you go back and you look at like those original Blade comic books, I think he's wearing like very loud, like green velvet, like clothing and is like, you know, super super like 70s black exploitation mm-hmm. guy and uh you know as 
time went along and they did different comics, he had you know morphed into wearing you know leather jacket and that kind of stuff because it was the style of the t- uh, at the time, like the cool thing to do. He's also always supposed to be a cool character, but uh, Wesley Snipes definitely transformed it. Like when I was looking into it, it kind of reminded me. It's not exactly the same as Harley Quinn existing in the animated series before she was ever like a comic book character, yeah. and then like like that having a major such a major impact on fandom that they made her a comic book character and now she's just like the most prevalent character in all of comics period i feel like yeah but, uh, it's worth noting blade predates the matrix by like three years right it's actually one year one year one okay. year um, um but yeah but blade i was a hundred percent tapped into like a style like a, just like the apex of whatever is going on like they were right in the zeitgeist of 90s culture like the techno house music and the the all black all the time sunglasses at night and like shiny shiny vinyl and and leather and pleather and yeah 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 kmfdm and whatever yeah the original boy definitely got that 70s vibe you were you were you were looking (laughs) up his yeah yeah. looks like he's like from earth wind and fire it's sweet that's actually awesome yeah yeah but i mean the the blade movie it it could have easily been the Wachowskis, you know, like it was like straight out of, um, and I remember like several years after the matrix came out, there was people got reversed. Like the matrix blew people's minds so much that they thought the blade was aping that. But you're like, wait, it actually came out like before, it came out before, <laughs> yeah, yep. like a little weird. Sure yeah. did. Yep. People got just, people were confused, but, um, uh, it's interesting. Yeah. That they nailed it so hard. Yeah. But yeah, those movies definitely had like an impact on me. Uh, when I watched them at mm-hmm. whatever I was like 18 or 19 or whatever when they came out. Yep. And so I was like, definitely the right age. Uh, I don't know if I was the right demographic for Wesley Snipes. I mean, Wesley Snipes is just so cool. Like, he was so cool. I mean, he's cool yeah. in Demolition Man. White men can't jump. He was at the, his apex power, at the apex of his powers yeah. at yeah. the time. He was just like a straight bankable superstar. Like, if there was any rich man that i'm okay with not paying taxes it's yeah for sure big, big time <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah exactly <laughs> yep uh-huh. so yeah those movies made a big impact on me uh and i think i didn't even know for years after they came out that it was like a marvel property or like a comic property yeah. i was just like this Other than the this guy's sweet marvel at the very beginning probably but, but i just like i like <laughs> it's like whatever like i'm sure i like saw it and like it clicked for a second and then i was just like that's how like impactful yeah wesley snipes's blade was to me it was like it didn't matter like anything it was just wesley snipes being sweet Mm. and uh so yeah like the the uh you know the action sequences him doing like all his own action insisting that he do all his own action sequences and that's dope yeah i I, I will it's just it's anecdotal nonsense um but um when Blade came out and we we're talking about like, yeah, none of us knew because like none of us did like I didn't know like and I was you know into comics I was like in mm-hmm. X Men stuff, but I had um, I had two African American I grew up in like sub Midwest suburbs and I had two African American friends one his name's Gus and one his name's Eric, and they both entirely informed you know as the movie came out they informed like this dude's like a huge like they were so into his comics right yeah and it like you know you think about it and you're like like today there's always like a backlash every time. You know, when uh, the Eternals came out or when New Lord of the Rings, like, does inclusion matter? Right. And it's like... Representation. Yeah, it's representation. Like so, it's so big. It's so big. Like, I, 100%. Two out of two, like, people, it was their favorite person. Right. 
And it was like, it's oh. because he's the black superhero. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. He's like, well, okay. In, in recent history, like, Black Panther, if you go back a couple of years, and, like, mm-hmm. that was actually massive. Yeah. And, like, tons of people went. I yeah. feel like yeah. it was, like, a huge, like, hey, everybody, cultural thing. Yeah. Everybody yeah. deserves to see somebody that looks like them on the screen and look at, and that person being cool. Yeah. Like, everybody deserves Totally. That. Can anybody look that good? And, well, <laughs> but, and, and you have Henry Cavill, you know. Yeah. You, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then Wesley, for the better part of a decade, was the fucking coolest. He was like yeah, straight up, hundred percent dominated the superhero like franchise scene. You know, like it was just the only person that was relevant, like basically. And I'm definitely not going to say those movies have are like they're not good movies they're not no but they're super entertaining movies yeah even the third one which is mm. pretty darn bad <laughs> yeah yeah it's <laughs> yeah. still yeah. entertaining i remembered the third one fondly and then rewatching it like i'm confusing two with three a lot and uh three is quite ba- just barely barely functional <laughs> i think so uh, bad. i think you and i talked about Everyone's like, oh, the first one is like great. That's like the best one. Mm. But I actually think the second one is the best one. I think you Dude, agree. Yeah. Right. I yeah. agree. 100%. Is that the one where he's got like the crew of dudes helping him? Yeah. yeah. Triple H yeah. and whatever. They're, yeah, they're the okay. whole crew of, uh, yeah. yeah. Actually, Triple H is, I think, in the third one. It's actually, uh, is Donnie Yen and um, uh, Ron Perlman. Ron Perlman. Yeah. yeah. And, and a bunch like, of other. There's like the advanced weird ones or whatever. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. 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 They, they like team up to yeah. try and take down the greater threat, basically. Yeah, right, and then right. they. Then obviously the regular vampires try to double cross played. The, the end, second but, one, right. uh, which Josh wasn't—he's aware of it now—but like that's Guillermo del Toro. Um, I, yeah, oh, I what, did he not, did. Yeah, he yeah. did that one. That was yeah, he did that one, oh. which is why like oh, this was pretty good. But again, he has regrets about parts of it. Like, like when you watch the com- commentary, he's like, I don't know what I was thinking in the scene. Like he's hundred <laughs> percent like confused. Uh, it was the nineties though. Yeah, you know? that's exactly. There was, was, was it the nineties or was it like I think it's. Early that 2000s. would have been early 2000s. Be, yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like you can, once you like, once you know it's Guillermo del Toro and you go back and you like kind of watch it and the way the vampires like look the like the like super bad vampires where their mouths open up or whatever, mm-hmm. like and it's like totally a yeah. Guillermo del Toro yep. like monster creation, 100%. Yep. So. I thought that was sick. That was like a cool aspect yeah. of it when I watched yeah. it. Um, that, that, at the time, basically ruined the movie for me. But the yeah, the first one was so dumb when whatever Stephen Dorff turned into a giant like spooge uh-huh, that yeah. like swirled around her. I was like, okay, well, like I was already, but uh, that did ruin it for me. Like that's not goddamn vampires. Jesus Christ! How was tough as it to have like pointy teeth and just like superhuman abilities and just like keep it to goddamn. You know, just keep it the goddamn. They had to. They had to differentiate. Do they all have to have giant exploding vagina faces like uh, the bad guy in Howard the Duck? It was like, uh, yeah, it was just. I didn't hate dr- it. Well, that's me. why you got three, where you got Dracula as the bad guy, and it was but actually just. But he kind of had weird crap too. He was like not really like he was like a weird kind of more of Is the part the one two where like guy. ends in the one like room, like a square room, and he's like a big mutated version. They ended like that's a, yeah the first oh. Yeah, they end in a fight in a room at the end of like a, a building, and Dracula like gets. It's like, like the lobby big. of the U.S. Bank Stadium yeah. in Minneapolis or something. Yeah. Like a bunch of birds flying out of windows. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. it was a big atrium-looking building. 
Anyway, if you haven't watched the Blade movies, definitely go back and watch it. Yeah. And we are all crossing our fingers that Mahershala Ali is three quarters as cool as Wesley Snipes, because being as cool as Wesley Snipes. Even half basically. as cool, maybe even a quarter as cool. Yeah. You think about now he's actually potentially two characters in the MCU. Mahershala Ali? Yeah. Who else is he? He's Blade, and then he was, uh, what's his face from Luke Cage? Copperhead? Was it Copperhead? Oh, yeah. I forgot that he was in uh, Luke oh, Cage. Oh, Cottonmouth. 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 That's Cotton right, mouth. yeah. It was a snake. I forgot that he was in that. Yeah. yeah. That was him? He was great. Yeah. Well, he's that always great. Yeah. He's just a fantastic actor. Yeah, that show like went downhill once he like died. But I think he's always great. I do think him... I'm hoping that part of this thing is that they'll recap recast him <laughs> i don't you're not into Marshall Ali as blade not as blade no oh. i think he's awesome i'd love to if he was if they just did like a true detective like 10 seasons of true detective with him as like i just fucking <laughs> hey sign me up i think he's gonna kill it i think he he's gonna eat your gonna words. be not nearly as cool can you imagine Mahersh Mahersh Ali doing like the catching the shades and putting them on and like telling people they it won't be it pill. won't be the same it's I not mean, gonna be exactly. the same it won't even be close. Wesley Snipes had like that arrogance that was so yeah, it was good so for fucking cool. Like they can't, they have to bring Wesley Snipes back. Like that's the only way to do that. Like, yeah, it, the only it, other person it, is like Michael B. Jordan would be like the closest approximation because okay. you have to have like a touch of Muhammad Ali in there, like that personality to mm-hmm. bring like the blade that like we know from the cinema. You need like mm-hmm. a little bit of khakiness. Yeah, you yeah. have to have it. Yeah, I don't know, but that but I Maharshal, think he can one hundred percent pull that off. I yeah. think Maharshali is gonna be like brooding. And quiet and brooding and quiet and serious. And it's going to be like, he's like going to give you this Hillary Swank Oscar <laughs> garbage. <laughs> I think he's, not he's here a for... really good actor. Yeah. He's just like, no, he couldn't be that cool. Yeah, I yeah. think he's going to be brooding and quiet in all the places that Wesley Snipes was brooding and quiet. And then he's going to be like slightly unhinged and fun when he's like cutting people up. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see. I think he's too serious. It'd well, be like, we got yeah. we got to wait like over a year over now. a year we, now because they just yeah. for love for the love of, yeah yeah they can't so yeah hopefully I'm, they I, get Guillermo del Toro to do it yeah yeah that'd be cool that would be cool I was reading the stories on why it's delayed and I was like no 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 I was like covering my I'm like I'm not <laughs> he was like he was demanding rewrites because he didn't want to do stunts or he was disagreeing with stunts and stuff and I'm like. This could be good or be bad, but it's probably bad. I can't. Handle you can't. You can't not want to do stunts in a Blade movie. You have to do all the stunts. Yeah, that's what Wesley. But, that's. The, but what's uh-oh. the rewrite? Is he going full Tom Cruise? Like that's gonna say you can't have you can't have a stunt man hanging off this jet. It's got to be me. <laughs> and they're just like, holy crap, we can't I mean, for six trillion dollars. I mean, I hope that that is <laughs> what he's doing. That's what he's exactly. Yeah. He's just going full Tom Cruise and demanding. Yeah, you know that'd be awesome. Tom Cruise yeah. learned it from watching Wesley Snipes. That's true. Yeah. I think he learned yes. it from watching uh, Once Upon a no. Time in Hollywood. <laughs> he was just like, oh, yeah, this is how I'm supposed to make movies. All right. Well, that's the background of Blade. Yeah. Slash the movies. Yeah, really, it's just a movie. <laughs> um, <laughs> so let's go ahead and talk about the character in the game. So uh, he's got a pretty solid stat line for a four threat character. He's got six health on both sides for 12 total health. He has four, three, four defense. Um, so excellent size two move medium. Uh, he has three sets of attacks. He has a range two five dice mystic builder with bleed and pierce. That's an excellent builder. Um, the bleed is automatic. The pierce is wild trigger. Um, so, and obviously just having a five dice mystic attack is think Wolverine only mystic instead of physical. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, basically. Yep. Yep. Uh, he has a range 
four, four dice, physical. I'm going to use the word gainer. I don't know if that's normal or if it's just infamous that uses that. Uh, no, if it's, gain, gainer is, is that, basically, is that it's like codified, his, basically. Yeah, okay. yeah. So four dice, physical gainer, gainer meaning uh, you automatically gain one power from the attack. Um, that's his throwing glaives, and it has a wild bleed trigger. And then he has a range three, seven dice mystic spender that uh, is Knight of the Dampier. Costs four, and uh, if the target has the bleed condition already, then he can re-roll any number of dice. So he gets to pick them and re-roll them. And then uh, at the end of it, it puts bleed on the model if they don't already have it, and he gets to move a medium move. So it's very, very good spender. So three uh, three solid attacks. Obviously, the range four is whatever, uh, but it does have a bleed trigger, which is important. It's for, nice that he has it. Just just some scenarios like potentially that you you can't get to something and you can just double throw or something like right. that. It, is, is it the best thing in the world? No, but at least it's there. Yep. And it's important. It puts out bleed, which is important to him. It's important to Knight of the Dampier. And it also just gives him the ability to attack at range two, range three, range four, which is something that a lot of characters can't do. They're kind of locked into a single range band. Um, obviously, you know, if you can attack at range five, you can attack at all range bands. But um, so that's his attack suite, his superpowers. He has half blood physiology. He can spend one power to shake any condition. Um, so. He can never be staggered. Uh, like he can just spend a power and then get his two actions. That's great. Um, which is the immediate, like obvious, great thing. But yeah, just the effect, the fact that you never have to take an action off to get rid of a shock that's reducing your dice or an, uh, you know, uh, uh, an incinerate that's making him more vulnerable to attacks. Mm-hmm. Just it just increases his survivability and his ability to get in and do things. He has supernatural senses. Uh, that allows him to re-roll any number of physical or mystic defense dice for two power. Uh, the thing that's really awesome about that, one, he can re-roll skulls. And two, he uh, he gets to choose to re-roll after he sees the results from all the dice. So he doesn't have to spend... A lot of these re-rolls are like you have to spend ahead of time to grant yourself the ability to re-roll. In his case, he gets to see all the results and be like, is it worth two power for me to re-roll the dice that I want to roll here? Mm-hmm. Um, and then his final supernatural power is his vampiric immortality. Uh, and there he gains one power and he heals one damage for every model with the bleed condition within two of him at the end of his turn. Um, so it's a way for him to power up and, uh, and heal like it's a, a variation of, uh, of, uh, like the uh, healing factor models. Um, in other words, you want to play Sentinels against him? Just to <laughs> yeah, yeah, he's yep. he definitely <laughs> definitely uh, does not like the, the fact that Sentinels uh, do not do not bleed they for sure. Bleed oil, they should. He would have been he would have been putting a lot of bleed tokens out in that game. Um, so yeah, I think we can talk about his leadership here in a second. But uh, overall, he comes together in a way that I think is very much like a four threat model. Like he's got good defensive stats. He's got great attacks at that power level um, at a variety of ranges. And then all of his superpower powers are geared towards making him survive longer, making him more efficient. And um, yeah. So I don't know if you guys have anything to add. Yeah. I think he's very solid. I think there's been, I don't know that like the general consensus is kind of like down a little bit. Is that true? 
that the general consensus is not like the best. It's like uh, Blade is good, but there are better four point models. Basically, I think yeah. is yep. the general consensus. Sure, I, I mean I think as a leader is fantastic, uh, but overall I do like his defensive tech. Like the re rolls is very very nice mm-hmm. um, on that. And actually, the skulls kind of go a long way because it's a big difference. Where it's like sometimes you get the re rolls, you're like, well, I'm not re rolling like two of these three or. Or like three of these four, and it feels super bad. So having that ability goes a long way. Um, I do think the versatile attacks is super awesome, and having the rerolls on a spender is massive. Just having rerolls on a model can make it such more, so much more consistent that I like it. Like, well, I mean, one of the things I really like about him is that uh, all the abilities he has, they're kind of like the best possible version of it, right? Like the rerolls on uh, Knight of the Dampier, the spender are you pick the dice and you re-roll. Mm-hmm. His defensive re-rolls are at the end of like at the end of rolling when you see the results you spend two and now if you want to now you can spend two and re-roll dice. You don't have to commit to it. Like yeah. it's always like the best possible way for it to be worded in his favor. Yeah. Which I think is a, a strong point. It makes him not necessarily easy to play because there are definitely some downsides that we'll get to about him, but uh they help a lot in making the optimal decisions and the optimal plays with him. But additionally, like to to talk about his builder as well is to get an auto bleed on the yeah. attack. It's phenomenal because most models have to get a wild, right? Yep. So like that's also just like the best case scenario, and usually it's like a mystic defense. So now a lot of models have the best mystic mm-hmm. defense. So it's kind of like a, a a niche thing as well that can be super useful. Yep. And that's it's auto bleed, not even dependent on dealing a damage. It right. Just it just bleed it hit, you make the attack. It's bleeding, which is nice because it means that assuming he doesn't die, he's going to get. Well, he's not going to die during his activation. So mm-hmm. you're going to trigger his vampiric or mortality by attacking with his, could, his build. He's not immune to bleed. He could die during his activation. Also, Black, sure. Widow, <laughs> Black Widow counterattacking, maybe, you know, a little uh, Hawkeye. All right. Fair know. enough. Fair enough. Good point. Sabretooth. Venom. Yeah. Ooh. There are definitely ways. Yeah. Uh, you guys want to talk anything else about that set of powers and a stat line, or should we move on to the leadership? Leadership, yeah. So the leadership is definitely, uh, I think, one of the most attractive reasons to play him. Obviously, you're playing Midnight Suns there, uh, but uh, his leadership is Bump in the Night, and it's every model can spend a power during their turn to mm. place within one. And that doesn't sound like it's that big, but it's plenty big. Um, it just generally increases the efficiency of your models. It helps... You move into your range bands, move out of your opponent's range bands, move into one of scenario objectives. It just, on any given turn, you're going to have two or three different places that you can use it often and will make an impact on what you are physically capable of doing with your models. What if this ability was called Ice Skate Uphill? It should be called ice skate that downhill, would be pretty badass. Well, because no, it's it's an advantage to you. If it was downhill, they would go like a range two. Because oh, I uphill, see. They're going range, range one. one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They screwed up then, really. Yeah, is what exactly. you're saying. Yeah. yeah, I am disappointed that he doesn't have any ice skate references. Yeah, on his card. Yeah, or like a tactics card. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you hear that Pagani print a blade? Yeah, holy crap! Tactics card. Oh, he's zero. Ice skating. Ice skating. Does he not have any tactics cards? Oh, he's uh, got tactics cards. Oh, they're distinctors. Blade, no, Blade no, doesn't have a character-specific tactic card. Uh, okay. Oh. Well, it's, it's, it's right. What's that stupid one they all attack? That's uh, that's a 
Midnight Suns and Siege of Darkness. It's just yeah, Midnight Suns. Siege of Darkness is annoying. It's a good <laughs> card. It's a very yeah. good card. Uh, so I think in thinking about, I think something that stuck with me listening to Across the Bifrost and Pat talk is he's like, yeah, Blade's a guy. He doesn't really have a plan. Uh, he just has a set of stats and, uh, uh, some attacks and it's not like really a plan. Mm-hmm. And I don't think that that's valid, but I'm kind of curious what you guys think about that. So first of all, I want to touch back on the leadership ability. Yeah. Every time I've seen you play it, it's been hyper relevant in the game. Like, the ability is phenomenal, and I don't think it gets enough credit for being as good as it actually is. I think it's phenomenally good. Yeah. Like, objective play, like, moving out of people's ranges is super important. That that kind of reduces, um, like, action economy as well, so you don't get two attacks and potentially against them, you get one. Um, if they're, like, range two-type characters and things like that. So I do think it's, like, a, a super awesome ability for the cost of one. Like, it's awesome. And it also boosts your action economy, like, just to get within the two attack range for certain things. So, yep. Um, yeah. So I think it's great. I think he's solid. I do. I think he does have a plan as well. Like I, I just don't think, I think midnight Suns have kind of been like just kicked in terms of like an affiliation. And I don't think they've been really like, I don't know. I mean, I'm relatively new to the game, but it seems like people haven't like repped it enough or splashed enough or goof with them enough to really flesh them out. Because I think, I don't know. It seems, he seems pretty solid. They have a plan of like, kind of coordinating their strikes to make um especially with their tactics cards Mm -hmm. to to pick pieces off together so i think that's somewhat of his game plan and their game plan in attrition is to do that to kind of target and remove types of things on the the field i probably agree to a point of i think he does not have a plan like i don't think you're taking tactics with him in mind necessarily but like other than you know if you just want to like they play. They like to play like Gamma or Research Station because if you can clump a bunch of people up and you can cause a lot of bleed, then he heal like. But not necessarily a plan because you don't know if you're going to be playing Web Warriors or whatever. Like you just. But the whole point of him, unlike a lot of other fact, like X Force is a team that literally does not have a plan. They want to just kind of attrition and do it poorly. Um, he his plan is that he's adaptable. Like he's the whole point is he's gonna play defense he's gonna go wherever he needs to be like he's got so much extra movement him personally yeah he can adjust yeah, he can that. adjust to whatever is required so you're planning on the fly you don't necessarily go into it with a set idea but then he's giving you a ton of flexibility to adapt to the table in a way that's pretty dynamic and is hard to play around so um i think saying he doesn't have a plan isn't necessarily fair because he's like if you don't have a plan he's the next best thing like I don't think it's obvious either. Like yeah. bump in the night makes you super adaptable on the table to move around and change the situation. Like if you're in a bad certain bad matchups and things like that as well. Mm-hmm. Like I think Midnight Suns can do that with like Ghost Rider and stuff. They're pretty maneuverable, um, and bump in the night helps with that as well. So I think like I don't know. It's it's easy to say a leader model doesn't have a plan, right? Like and just say that as a statement and let that go. Mm-hmm. So I, like I think you can say that for anybody. Uh, I mean, there's definitely characters that sort of dictate more more of a plan than I'm just going to play the game. Sure, like Sam or something like that. Right. Yeah. Yep. Sam dictates what how you're building your list and what you want to do, right? Mm-hmm. Like uh, Kingpin definitely does that. Um, uh, Kingpin. Mystique, I guess, too. Hey, I don't even know if any of those... Well, Kingpin's playing scenario. 
Yeah, but anybody, all you need is warm bodies. Like people take uh, Daredevil, Shadowland and Daredevil, so like kind of a grunt or whatever. You know, like yeah, there's. But I mean, that's you know, that could be anybody. That could just be two two pointers or something. Well, it can be, but you also can like you can you can think about it and build around it. Yeah, right? yeah. Whereas, and so I think as much as that's the case, I think Blade can do the same thing. Where he's looking, I would say he's looking for models that are at least when I'm building, he's looking for models that are similarly self dependent like like or independent like he is because that's he really is a model that like takes care of everything that he needs to take care of on his own Mm -hmm. and if he gets assistance from other models he's even better but he's a model that's just like yep if there's a fourth threat on that objective and you want me to go into that fourth threat like you got a pretty good chance with me and he's because i can re-roll my defense dice i have good stats and like my my attacks are pretty solid so i think i can get this done for you and to me that's blades i think your versatility kind of is a, a part of that just the ability to adapt play the table and play your opponent and play the scenario and obviously everybody's trying to do that so yeah. i understand that like you know i can see why that's not necessarily like a straightforward plan uh but you know he wants to be he wants to be a grindy attrition model and he wants other grindy attrition models with him that can utilize bump and and get around the table i think yeah i think overall just it's not like a a leader you pick and go i know what this leader wants to do yeah so if if, if that's what he means by that then sure i agree with that um and i don't know if that's a good thing or bad thing or maybe that at the end of the day might be something that is not great right if you just like maybe this is a game where you need to pick that leader and then go into that hard so maybe not having the ability to go into something very very hard in that capacity or support your team is a drawback yeah uh colin do you have anything you wanted to add not really yeah uh, i think he's good like i don't know pumping the knights always been really annoying whenever i play against yeah. it so <laughs> yeah and you look at the like in their faction black cat and uh, voodoo are both in and ghost rider so black cat voodoo and both ghost rider and coincidentally all of them combined is six is that 16 points ghost plus uh seven, seven 16 so, points 16 points yeah that's a rough four pack with with bump in the night, and you've got two slappers, and then voodoo also is no sleeper, mm-hmm. and then you've got scenario play for days, mm-hmm. and then it's just the movement. Like Black Cat's obnoxious enough as it is, and then her like moving even more is like crazy. She's like a little less excited about it just because she already has like a place move, but more place one, move is pretty spectacular. It is. It's uh, it's on top of on top. She has to have the power, to have the yeah. power which is rough for her. But, um, you know, like sometimes you want a place and you're like, well, I only have one power. I can't grapple hook. So yeah. but I can still bump. Like it's not totally irrelevant. It's just yeah. not. It's not adding as much to her as to yeah. like a character that can't do a place. But then you stack in uh, Voodoo and Ryder, a, a, a 55 and a 60 or whatever. I mean, Ryder is absolutely gross with his leadership. Yeah. Like he goes, yeah. he goes so far on yeah. the table. And like you're playing a list. That's just getting into a lot of like fist fights anyway. So yep. Ghost Rider generates power freely because of his ability. Like anytime your allied models get attacked, he gets power. So Ghost Rider is absolutely gross with Blade. Like yep. they just they work the leadership works really well on him and he's exactly the type of model that Blade wants to bring to the table. So I think too, at this point, there'll be I, I can't guarantee it, but I think more models will come out for this faction eventually, which can help him dramatically as well. I assume like, so. Just having more options. I think will help Blade and the whole entire crew overall. Yeah, I agree. I think uh, more threes, because uh, 
you try to build affiliation list with threes. Like part of the problem with the affiliation is that it's a little top heavy uh, point point cost wise because you know you're talking about like the two best models in the affiliation that aren't blade are a four and a five in Voodoo and and Ghost Rider, and then Blade himself is a four. Mm-hmm. So like getting access to some premium threes and like Iron Fist is good. I like Iron Fist, obviously. Uh, Ghost uh, or uh, Moon Knight is fine. I think he's fine, but he's fine. He's not like great. Yeah, if I could get and I play Luke Cage a lot, even though he's not affiliated, and he fits in well, and he does what the rest of the group wants to do, and he can help out between Heroes for Hire and a little bit uh, his uh, you know can't ignore me or whatever it's called mm-hmm. uh, his his too like his less to too dangerous to ignore. Thank you. Um, you know, he can help a little bit with survivability as well as just like being that mo- that piece that can get up on the center point and not worry about taking an attack or two early on. Um, but I think more, I would love to get an affiliation bodyguard or a model that could heal that wasn't either. You you wouldn't love for me to get a bodyguard? No. Yeah, I would love to get an affiliation bodyguard at three. I would love to get a model that did like a little bit of healing. Although you get Wong. I have Wong and Doctor Strange, yeah, but they're like at the two and at the six or five and six. Um, but yeah, I think just more versatile threes would help a lot. What, uh, what's out there still, right? Like some werewolf guys. Well, I mean, we where yeah, there's there's <laughs> werewolf by night. There's uh, man thing. There's Elsa Bloodstone. There's Morbius. There's Black Knight. There's like okay, there's tons. Yeah, there's 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 a, good, there's a that's a four pack. Right? Yeah. There you go. Uh, and they definitely could release some like different Ghost Riders at some point mm-hmm. too. I don't know if they will or not. But I don't get Ghost Rider on either a car or a horse. Or, I want a horse. a horse. I want the horse. No, nah, I want the car. Just a full on car. Yeah, just a full on car on the table. Yeah. That as, long as, throw, as long as I can throw it, just completely supplants Malekith. This is like yeah, just gets his back car. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that'd be amazing. What if the car is just like on a regular size like Hulk size base, and then he's just like doing a wheelie with like mm-hmm. a Dodge Charger? Or he's like using it like a skateboard. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Just you guys are convincing out. me that the horse will be the option. <laughs> uh, so back to Blade. Uh, he does have, you know, he's got like a lot of great stuff that we've talked about going on for him. He does have some weaknesses. Um, so supernatural senses is only for physical and mystic attacks, and his low defense is on energy. So you know, Colin is keyed in on that. Uh, very quickly in our games and he routinely takes energy models uh, to specifically hunt blade um and it 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 does make blade's life a little a little miserable um it's not terrible uh he has six health it is still three defense uh and he has healing if he can make it to the boy on fire yep but he can shake he can shake that only during his activation that's true yeah that's that's definitely true so, uh, <laughs> yeah, energy is, it's not like, like, I always hesitate to say it's a weakness because his energy is not, like, weaker. Defense I just saw, I, I'm weaker. sorry, I have to interrupt. Eggers just caught a fly with his hand and then just, like, <laughs> looked me in the eye and then let him go <laughs> like it was a dove or something. It's amazing. <laughs> I trained with Iron Fist. He sure did. <laughs> Uh, okay, continue. Uh, I hate. I hesitate to say it's a weakness, just because you know a lot of other characters are just like, "Yep, I have three energy and like six health." So, like, mm-hmm. do we say those characters are weak to energy? I think it's more that he's so strong against the other attacks that it's. I think, I think not the as issue good. is being a four cost, and you want like 
to be reliably tanky. So mm-hmm. like you usually have like a D, like Rogue's a great example. Just having that base DR. Yeah. You're like, oh, cool. I have DR plus XL. So it's reliable. So when something's like can threaten you yeah. and you don't have that defense tech, you're like, this is a real feel. Yeah. Bad. No, it, I mean, it's definitely a weakness of his. Um, so energy in general is something that concerns me. It's part of the reason I want an infection bodyguard, somebody that could follow around him or follow him around and uh, do do something relevant when they weren't bodyguarding against energy attacks would be nice. Um, I've thought about taking uh, a Koye because uh, just having that two point bodyguard. Mm-hmm. But every time I look at a Koye and I'm like, ugh. A four health bodyguard that just seems so bad. Mm-hmm. She's one shot, like many bodyguards. Yeah, that's fair. She's only she has two too. Yeah, no, I get it. Um, so maybe I just need to try playing a Koye with him and see if that helps. You could try Honey Badger. She's not a bodyguard. Nope, she's a taunter. She's too uh, yeah. whatever to well, ignore. So I have Luke Cage with that, but a lot of times the energy attacks are coming from range four. Yeah. And so to be like within range two of the thing that's making the energy uh, attack is rough. She's also an ankle biter. She is. Which makes Blade slap harder. That's true. Yeah, she might not be bad to give a try. Mm-hmm. But her cute thing is if she does taunt and then she plays exceptional healing, and it's like, lols. Because then they're just going to have to deal you with have her. Three. Yeah. 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 Uh, so that's one of his big... Uh, drawbacks and I think the second I found at least that he's a little power starved a lot of the time uh, you know his even though he has these attacks at all the ranges the Knight of the Dampier being four cost actually requires some effort to get to so you're really only making hay when you get your range two attack in so he's trying to get mm-hmm. up at range two and hit with that Mystic Builder. And sometimes that's hard for him to get around and do it and be like scenario relevant and be safe from getting ganged up on or whatever the case may be. So he doesn't really have any other way to generate a lot of power. He can be throwing his Glaive and get like two power a turn plus his regular generation at three. But again, that takes you like two turns to get to the forward of the Night of the Dampier, which like really kind of gets you moving. Um, so one thing that I've started doing is taking uh, at any cost in my 10 uh, because it's good with um, it's good with Iron Fist because I can use it to trigger a second Iron Fist attack uh, in games uh, quite a bit because he'll mm. I will often get one before he gets dazed often not always um, or I'll get one immediately after he gets dazed and he lives another turn and then maybe I can build some power off of a chi strike and then get like the last three, two to three that I need by just trading my life for it and getting another iron fist. And if he goes down after that, then it's, it's whatever, but I got two iron fists off. Yeah. So I've been using it in part because of him, but it, it's nice with blade two because it means that blade only needs one power to get Knight of the damn fear. As long as he has three health to spend and Knight of the damn fear getting, a decent chunk of damage off, but also just getting him that medium move to get like up again. So if he at range three, Knight of the Damn Fear, medium move, Mega Mystic Builder, like put bleed on two models because of it, heal to gain two power. Like now he's like kind yeah. of in the money. Um, so that's something I've been trying lately, and it's I haven't had enough games with it yet to like have a consensus. But that's a card I've been reaching for. Yeah, I think it'd be good. Like that's I think kind of one of his weaknesses slash strengths is if he gets his builder off, it's phenomenal. Like and, and on a mono with bleed. That's right. like a very Correct. important thing. So like you're somewhat like committing 
like if you don't have other models in the list that are giving out bleed, you're somewhat committing to the model you already attacked. Yep. So and that's definitely something in list building I've been looking at is more models with bleed. It's part of the reason for Winter Soldier, Wolverine. as well as Winter Soldier being good. Mm-hmm. Could take Wolverine uh, for sure. Sabretooth. Um, I trying to think who I was X-23 looking at. Twenty three and Honey Badger. I was looking at both. somebody just recently. Now, I mean, Craven the Hunter is somebody I've thought about because he does. Yeah, he bleeds as well as he gets a benefit f- if he was like placed earlier in the turn. So if he bumps, hmm. he actually has like a rule that like interacts well with bump. Oh, weird! I can't remember what it is. I have to go back to the card. But he's somebody I was thinking about. And then he's a great three too. You need more threes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I think Craven the Hunter is probably. Gonna, I'm probably going to pick him up. Oh. It's Venom, of course. Venom, I've been thinking about picking up for hmm. Midnight Suns as well, because, hey, there's another Heroes for Hire type bodyguard situation with his card, and he's just good, and he has bleed. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Um, he's super survivable. Yeah. So, he, to me, everything that Venom does does fit in with what Blade's trying to do. So, I may, yep. I may, I may break my not everything's painted before I buy a model just to get Venom. I actually looked at mayhem when i was there earlier this week to see if they had it leave that alone i <laughs> get that i'm gonna get it before you do good luck i work from home <laughs> damn <laughs> you got me you can go whatever i want mm-hmm. i he'll call our and have a whole tag oh, that's fair then you so there's like a 50 percent chance it'll actually work but yeah right <laughs> i might show up yeah i'll show up and the box will be crushed at the bottom of a, like yeah. a cabinet somewhere yeah. with a whole tag on it that just says Guy that I'll called. Say, yeah. I'll just say I'm Josh, and they'll be like, okay, exactly. here, yeah, here you go. That's more 100%, of the issue. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I don't know that I have anything else to talk about old Eric Brooks, but. Yeah. He's pretty cool. But yeah. Uh, every, every time I played him, um, except, except for with you, but when I play him in tournaments, they take Moon Knight a lot, and I don't know why. I'm starting to wonder, like, what, what is with Moon Knight? He's just not that good. So yeah. he's a rapid fire model. I think he's a three threat rapid fire model that's affiliation. Mm-hmm. I think that's why people take him. Also, he's like, there's not like a huge list of three threat models in affiliation. So he kind of like default almost makes your 10. But there's nothing horrible about Moon Knight. He's not like trashed here. He's not like bad, but he's not exciting. I think you can yeah. do better. I just don't like the inconsistency with him. Like, not knowing what you're going to get with mm-hmm. him every single turn. Like, yeah, it's kind of neat and cool, but it's also annoying. I think the most aggravating is when you have this plan for Midnight on your turn where you're like, basically, most of these are good. The only thing I don't want is the two damage because what I'm going to do is, like, move over here and, like, grab this, and then I'm going to move mm-hmm. over here. I'm going to, like, double move this turn or whatever. I think and vice I, versa, too. Like, sometimes you're, like, in the mode you're like i'm here i want to do damage give me the two dice uh, and then you get the move and you're like Dah. well that's still good because you can it is double attack and <laughs> move back or whatever but you have double attacking with two extra dices you only get he, you only get is it one one, one attack gotcha, it's the, gotcha. the next attack he oh makes. okay okay so his his like multiple personalities i initially was like pretty turned off by the randomness but it actually only occasionally like matters a lot of the time you're just like and I mean, the worst mm. case scenario is I don't really feel like he's paying. You're paying any amount of threat for that ability. Like if you look at the rest of his card, you're just like, "Yep, that looks like a three threat model." Yeah. Oh, and then he has this tacked on, and sometimes he's like nutso when you roll right, and the other times mm-hmm. you're just like, "Whatever." His ability, that ability, just didn't really do much this turn. That's okay. Yeah, I just four dicers are always question marks. But he has a four dice rapid fire guy though as well. Yeah, he's a four dice rapid fire guy. Yeah, yeah, and, yeah, yeah. and his other one has re rolls, which is so yeah, yeah, yeah. His yeah. attacks are are. He's a solid model. There's, I don't have any. 
I don't have any like angst about Moon Knight where I'm like, man, why is this garbage model my faction? Like, I don't, it doesn't bother me to put them on the table, but I do think there could be something better to play than Moon Knight. Sure. So, yeah. Anyway, I think that's probably it for. That wraps it up for, yeah, wraps it up for Spoopy. Spoopy, Spoopy Halloween spoopy episode. Blade. Yeah, Ooh, Spoopy Blade. Hopefully mm-hmm. you survived. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, okay. We have one more short little topic. If Nigel wants to go into a little yeah, recap we'll of do super quick. I won't even necessarily go round around, but um, um, we played Second Wind. It was amazing. Vince Kirkhoff uh hosted a cool event. Um, or the uh, size three taco truck boys. Um, yeah, it was super cool. Uh, lots of Malkiths, lots of uh, Web Warriors randomly. Um, I went one and five. Uh. I played my first round though into uh, Vince's shield, probably my best performance of the day, minus a few things, and then it went downhill from there. After that, once I was in the O bracket, I didn't care, so I was like goofing pretty hard. Um, <laughs> but the uh, but it was very fun. It was very fun, and again, this is a game that you enjoy losing a lot. Um, you have to understand that, like when you are learning what a team does, you're already not going to win. Like if that's if you aren't prepared for web warriors and you're figuring out what they do. Um, yeah. Let just scratch that one as an L and move on. And then you'll play better next time. Uh, and then I had like double, it was like shield, double web warriors into Hydra into double sentinels was like my, who I played against that day, mm-hmm. um, or that weekend. Um, but very fun. Um, highly recommend it, uh, next year around the same time. As it gets to October, get ready to travel down to Chicago for a big old 64 person at the brewery MCP event. Yeah, we'll all go next time. Malekith really casted a pall over the event. Um, people were like melty and baby nuts about it. Um, oh, really? Like people were like actively saying it at the event? Yeah. Wow. And, and wow. people like, it, you know, um, two weeks ago when I applied to go, there was a five person waiting list. I was like fifth deep on the waiting list. And then. There was ten people open. There was ten open slots when I got there, so like fifteen people canceled in the last two weeks. And the it's just the malaise of like, are they just everybody's like the Malekith problem so bad that people are like demoralized and they don't go to events. Like they're just canceling and like finding other things to do, which is like sort of stupid. And it also maybe plays into this ominous like ominous thing where if like he's getting nerfed or there's a big announcement then they don't want to necessarily play in a high level event if they think like oh the game's going to be different a month so whatever but um maybe atomic mass is gonna recall all malekith models and just huh. melt them down and turn them to slag that is true man let's recycle yeah. those babies um i think the but yeah my big point would be um just yeah just as a person who doesn't play Malekith, I own him and painted him, but I have no intention of like playing him other than to like, dem- you know, if we want to play against Malekith, then somebody can use him or whatever. Um, stop being a baby. It's just like, the, the, I'm just so tired of hearing about him. And I'm so tired of hearing about him. And like, and like I you played against him. mentioned him like a hundred times in this one podcast. Yeah, but I don't think any of us have ever been like, oh boy, he needs to be nerfed. Or, oh boy, I'm so tired of seeing, I'm so tired of seeing Malika, Mal- Malekith. I well, played against too, him. In, we're too new to. Uh, yeah, to, but I mean, I played against him in like three of my tournament games. I didn't play against him at all. He was on some trays, but they didn't need to. And it's like, oh, X Force, I'll just play. <laughs> I'll just play whatever. <laughs> it's like, whoo. Um, but like, um, 
<laughs> it's a model. Just just fucking play against it, you dipshits. You know, here's the <laughs> here's the thing with Ma- Malekith is like he's obvious and he's stupid. It's very much like um, this is like the big takeaway of the event is there's there's uh, two types of uh, ma- uh, MCP players. There's uh, CDH players, and then there's just the standard casuals. And casuals can be sweaty. They can have like their, you know, eight strength decks, or whatever. Like we like to r- rule zero, uh, play stuff with like Gaius cradles and degenerate shit. But it's like not CDH. Whoa, 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 whoa. Um, CDH players are playing a different game than you. Like if you're not a CDH player, you're not playing what they're playing. You're playing a totally different fucking game. Right. You're gonna end up in the O and whatever fucking bracket, and then you're gonna have maybe fun later. Like <laughs> eventually, you'll start getting into your but it's just a totally different game that's being thought of in a different way where they're grinding scenario so specifically um, in the scenario cards. And it, I mean, it's like, it's like very manufactured. It almost feels like there is a bit of a chess element, like even because like they're playing without dice. Like that's the way they mitigate dice is they make it so that there's no dice to roll. That's like the game is not dependent on them. They're pushing you. They're using their powers. They're generating enough resources to just only do scenario, and then they're getting ahead and and running away with it. Like they're getting ahead and grinding out, you know, letting you attrition them once they have like a four point lead so that you can't get back in, and then they know exactly the margins of error to achieve the win, and they're not playing. So you know, if you're like trying to like attrition and stuff like that, and Malekith lets you lets scrubs lets casuals have a big dumb Timmy card. That comes in and blows that the fuck up, and that's good for the meta in an honest way. Like anybody could put Malkith on their tray and have a chip in a chair against whoever the fuck you know, whether it's the dumbest Shield Rit list, the dumbest X Men list, the dumbest Criminal Syndicate list. You know, if Criminal Syndicate's plan is to have uh, a double cost, a double double point Shadowland Daredevil and his bro, you know, outscoring you in the middle, and Malkith shows up, it's like. That's a losing. Okay, you'll score those points for a little bit until he starts shitting on you, and then like, and who knows who Malekith is splashing in. So if it's there's a million splashes where that's bad for you, you know. And he's just a control. You know, he does a lot of actual good for the game in a weird way. It's just unfortunate also that those CDH players that are on a different level than like we're too new to really understand probably. They also just play them. Anytime you have a card like that, and then the CH player also plays them, you're like, oh, well, fucking A. Like, uh, but that's, yeah. I think he's like, I don't know. I, th- I think the thing that's encouraging is there was some tech against it. It looked like it was viable and worked to a certain degree. Mm-hmm. Um, like, we don't know 100%, but it didn't win the tournament. Like, it was two of the top three and like three of the top seven. So, very well performing. Yeah, but there's probably a lot that got beat. Um, Malekith players that got beat as well during the day by like maybe some shield. And also think about who. I mean, I I know that the guy who took second or the guy who was in the finals with Malekith Avengers mm-hmm. is a good prominent player. Um, yeah, but, he got second. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but you know that very well could have been like a buy-in to that level of game could have been had by someone who was a little down the charts of uh, being, like, seasoned, you know? Like, Malekith does allow you to steal games from people who might be better than you or whatever. Like, it's I get what you're saying. I still think it sucks. (laughs) I I, I, I don't... As a person that has played against it, it's like, I don't care. I was just like... 
I'm fine with playing into it. Um, it plays into my strategy. He's diced as bad as anybody. Um, I feel very ambivalent about it. It seems yeah. like it's raw, rawly very powerful, but also, <clears throat> I don't know. We've played into some Denegra and Crick shenanigans in the past that actually, like, when you weren't prepared for it, just felt like it was literally like a hard lock. Like, there was just, like, nothing you could do. Mm-hmm. And uh, Malekith doesn't feel that way to me. Yeah. Maybe I haven't played against him, and you know, so like I don't he know, he's a, he's super obnoxious and he's very easy and he's very obvious and that's that I think but I think that's fine. Like holy crap, this game's complicated. It could afford to be a little bit simple for people. Um, and then he's a, just a dude who lets you do that, and he also lets you play just the dumbest degenerate idiot list, like him, Modok, and like Lockjaw or whatever. And it's like that's that's fine. There should be a place for that. Like if you need to have the game simplified for you and then you're eating like Gerber baby food and you're getting your, <laughs> your <laughs> like, that's why it's starting the beef, getting to the beef locker. Beef locker time. <laughs> beef locker time. But, uh, I think, but I think it's fine. I think it's, he's doing sort of a community service. I, I don't get the, like I played against him, um, as a, I joined the season nine TTS league and I have to play a game this week at some point, but people who are, preparing for tts practice games they'll be like looking for looking for group and a guy will respond and be like um i'll play if you're not going to bring malekith like that's like the you're, you're seeing like this response on t on discord you're like what the f- what is the-, the point of playing is to get yeah like it's just it? like shut up i don't care if you've played against them 30 times or whatever it's just like well, you that know seems like the that's point just, of playing tts that's, games that's just general. the game right now get yeah. over it like play um warp your entire list around it like what I mean, I don't know. I don't know what the. It's like a fighting game, right? Someone throws yeah. a fireball, and you never learn how to jump over it. Yeah, I, I have. I've heard sort of the, it, the thing is like Malekith players are basically like Ken and Ryu who are just spamming a stupid move that's like annoying yeah, you to get deal fireballed. with. Fireball. Yeah, and like um, that's exactly so. Play uh, figure out say, how to make Dalsim work. It could be amazing, but it could be um, X Force. <laughs> yeah, that's like, yeah. Yeah, one, one for one. They're the same guy. It, it could still be a problem. So, like, I agree with you that you need to figure out and like. So, when something broken does, like, potentially in quotations come up, it is like you need to spend the time and you need to let it go for a while to see if people can counter it and come up with different things. It, it's been since Adepticon, and it, yeah. think about the cycle of how stupid the group think is. It came out at Adepticon, and it was a uh, Black Order versus Avengers in the finals. No Malekith yet. Everybody were like. It was suspect. I mean, I just literally remember that whether he was good with... He's seven points. Uh, I don't know if he does enough. The jury's out. I can't tell. And then, like, within three months, he started, is he the boogeyman? And, like, there are people starting to question. And then now, now, three months later, it's like, it's been six months. Idiots. And there's only been, like, two events. (laughs) You're going hot on this. I just, I just, <laughs> I'm so tired. Of you. As a person who has to listen to like five uh, podcasts a week because well, I'm bored to. at work, I have to. I'm so bored. I just want to talk about MCP all the time. So I have to. <laughs> You're hilarious. I, I substitute it with like, and he's just hearing these knuckleheads, and they're all better, more informed people than me, and I could tell that their takes are trash. Like they just <laughs> are garbage takes. It's like. <laughs> Um, just shut up about him and beat him and shut the fuck up. It's like I think the one thing. So if you do want to do that, like look at the new list that beat him or the other types of stuff that place mm-hmm. in the top eight. Right? There's like a no, cool no. Don't do that. Just complain about it. Hope he gets nerfed. That's the only thing. It's the only solution. Stop. stop, stop. <laughs> it's just, <laughs> just <laughs> I mean, like seriously though. Like look at there's some cool X Men list, which is awesome to see them kind of up the top. Like because people thought they were kind of didn't have a, a chance in the world, right? But 
them with some little tech and then some shield tech up there and some web warriors and stuff like that's a lot of variety actually what's stupid is that there's so much reverse social engineering going on and so much pressure being put against him of like he's the big dumb timmy card that's unhealthy in magic too if you want to play ural the whatever the fuck stupid voltron commander Mm -hmm. play that guy jesus christ like stop being a fucking bitch and like (laughs) social engineering out stupid shit you don't like for no reason it's the stupidest fucking thing you go to that tournament look at the stats it's like 72 black hats it's like you fucking cunts you like talked it down so it's like seven malachists were in play and then you all came in with black cats and like voodoos dr (laughs) it's like you're you're fucking bitches. You're hypocrites and you're bitches. Like, <laughs> shut the fuck up about Malekith so that you can play your degenerate shit you want to play. Oh boy, I miss the days when it was double gemstone Thanos running everywhere. Ugh. This fucking guy just Thanos is a fun. They're just like crying like Batman in the rain over fucking <laughs> their stupid shit that was so relevant six months ago. It's like you were, you know. You weren't about anybody having fun six months ago. We're You're not about now. Segment. We're making a new segment where it's Nigel's rant, and then yeah. you just get to go. Yeah, well, well, it's only going to be about Malekith and other content creators. So yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Ever, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's just yeah. I mean, don't any of you guys listen to other shit? Like, aren't you fucking tired of it right now? Like, I don't. Yeah. I mean, the ones that I've listened to that are like that, I just stopped listening to. Yeah, I the weird. I'm getting it in weird places though. I'm getting it like. I, I get, get them in all of it. Like, all the content creators, they're all talking about Malekith all the time. But so all, are we. Yeah. Like, we're, yeah. like, of course, we're doing it right yeah. now. Yeah, yeah well, you so. can't help it. But at least <laughs> I, I like I want the goddamn yeah, jar. I, I agree. Just, like, I agree. Yeah, yeah, we jar. need it. Yeah. yeah. This is, we're just getting it all out now. And yeah. And we're not going to do it ever again. But who would have thought that, like, a table of four people who don't play him uh, would be, Still. have at least one person standing for him as hard, you know, because nobody's. Well, I mean, I think you're probably the only person that's actually even played against him. So yeah, yeah, he's he's obnoxious. He's so fucking stupid. But I don't care. I don't. The, the I'm not at the point where I think he's so obnoxious that I can't. You know what I mean? Like I know that I'm not a good player, and the problem is probably more me than it is Malekith. So like I'll wait until I'm so fucking good that the only way I'd ever lose is if Malekith was broken. And there's no way for me to know that until I'm not playing X-Force. And like, there's, there's going to be some, <laughs> there's going to be some montages and some story arcs. I'm a ways off. So there is, I mean, there is a possibility he is too strong. That is a possibility. Sure. It's a possibility, but I will say that literally there's no such thing as a game of any kind that's ever been made where somebody like some, some outspoken group is, like crying for nerfing i mean i'm sure there were people declaring that they should nerf the queen in chess at one point right like Mm. it's just like it's just it's just always happens like it always will happen whatever the most powerful most prevalent thing in a game is people will always be like this shouldn't exist as soon as malekith gets hit with a nerf it's gonna be like get rid of the nerf hulk like it's gonna or be th- it'll be Thanos because we'll Thanos, just see Hulk whatever. Like we're only seeing Malekith because people wanted to play him because they got excited about the model and they put him on the table and he's powerful. Mm. Like if they can't play Malekith, they'll go back to whatever the last flavor no, of this needs was- to be nerfed was, which was Thanos, right? Yeah, yeah that's correct. With two gems, so, yep. like, Sam and Magneto and Scarlet Witch and Juggernaut and yeah. like it just, it, the list that goes on. Sounds a lot better. There's three different things, but that's no. I'm just saying that like that's the that's if you go back and you listen to like old content creation it's always like one of those things and i agree that malekith seems particularly egregious both in terms of its power level and uh people's intense fixation on him but like it's not really a new phenomenon for this game 
or games in general. Mm. In many, especially in minis games, it happens a lot. I mean, even in Magic, like people all the time. Like, how many people are <laughs> clamor that Soul Ring shouldn't be uh, legal in Commander? It's too powerful. There's a bunch. Mm. Sure, so, like, it's just like it's just like. <laughs> well, that's the that's the other test I was thinking about, which got me on this sort of rant. Was I was thinking about Golos and the Golos ban. Golos isn't particularly offensive, and he got banned in Commander because he's just ubiquitously good he's like generically so generically good yeah that he can like you can play him in a five color deck as your commander and he solves you can have the dumbest mana base on the planet and he solves it and then you can get whatever he's just like there's no reason not to play him uh, especially if you're right. a five color deck i guess and that's like that's not malekith that's not what he is he's like he's you probably have to have a plan and is you have there, to execute your plan is there like a good reason other than i don't want to not to make malekith a part of your 10 man roster no, he should be in your ten man roster. So, that, but he's not. But that he's he's at seven out of fifty four teams. Yeah, I think it's because people are taking a stand. Like everyone hates this. I'm not playing this. Yeah, model. it's a bizarre. It's that's a bizarre take. But following along with your Golos scenario, then like under that, if you believe Golos should have been banned in Magic, and we're like getting off the rails a little bit because now we're talking about Magic on a Marvel cast mm-hmm. and. Well, Marvel. The thing with the 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 reason the comparison is apt is because in much like Commander or Magic, there's your you Commander. You're like limited to a color pie, Um, but in this one, yeah, we're we're long. Um, On this one, you're like um, the whole point of MCP is that anybody could play it, right? Like if it's something so broken that everybody could play it, and then it's like, oh, that's the same Z's. But like, is it the same Z's? Like everybody's gonna play Malakith different, like with whatever's around him. Sure. So I have somewhat of a different theory and just like thought process on this too, and we can probably talk about it at a different time. Sure. But is it? <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm not, I'm not trying to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm just saying. Like, I, I think this topic is a topic we can probably expand upon later. Is should they make something a seven point cost model, or are those models too egregious in the game to actually balance? Because like Thanos oh. one with the two gems is eight, and also is super powerful and crazy. And then same thing with Malakith. I mean, Dormammu is garbage. Is eight and not super powerful. But so, so right. So here's like this really hard line, for, and that that's a great example. Is like it's either it's trash because it's eight, or it's so powerful because it's an eight. Or there's a seven. also not that many examples of that. Like there's only like what nine models there's, are around that that price. Like well, there's only three over six. Yeah. And, and also, I think that there's an importance to a seven cost model that's a, that type of Thanos or um, a theory. A theory that I'm arriving at in general list design is like Wong, Baron Mordo, that type of model is bad. Or um, Arnim Zola, they're good. They're cool. They're cute. They like do fun stuff. You enjoy it. like uh, it's like whatever. They're adding another you know whatever. But like, you don't wash enough value through a four and a five to justify having a dipshit sitting doing literally with his hand up his ass. That's an interesting theory. Totally I don't know that I agree with you. At seven, at seven, you do. At seven, I think it starts to like, oh, that's paying off. A healing, healing a seven. Yeah, uh, but you can't, me. you can't compare a seven to a three. You have to compare a seven to two threes or a three and a four. But you can't buff two threes. You can't buff one seven. I'm saying the more you Depends wash buffs through a seven, sure. the more it's just higher impact usually because he's bringing so much more extra. This from the guy that likes to use four tactics cards in a single turn on a single model. On a four, yes. Yeah. That's true. <laughs> I'm just saying. But I've noticed when I try to bring like a buff bot or somebody who buffs, it doesn't, it's just like something about it doesn't work. If like, if I'm trying to bring Baron Mordo to buff a Cyclops attack or, or 
it's like something just doesn't quite get me there. It's like, ah, oh, this is just feels bad that I've got a model. I basically have an, a, a seven point model that's shooting at like a five and a half cost value. Sure, if Mordo is doing nothing else. That's that's what he does. He just hangs back and is like, hey, he's got yeah. two four range attacks. Yeah, yeah, but they got to get there, and he's like, eh, whatever. The range four. Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't think Mordo is like uh, the poster child of like, here's this great model you should be playing. But it's- yeah, I I think he's interest. He's a fun guy to think about. I always wanted like in War Machine, you have like solos who buff units or mm-hmm. solos who buff jacks and things like that. Um, it doesn't the mechanic something mechanically like when I play against it, it's like I feel like they're wasting points against me. They're like buffing yeah, and doing I, stuff. And- I'm not sure that Mordo is a good model. Yeah, I, despite yeah. me saying that I wanted him to be in the Sentinel list that yeah. I build, I think in a vacuum Mordo is not great. Yeah, but yeah. but I do think there's a public service sort of that these big dumb models do is that they maybe push those guys into like Value Town, but maybe I don't know. I, I don't know. I'm not like hundred percent, but. It's hard. I mean, adding two dice to nine dice is better than adding two dice to five dice. That's just a fact mm-hmm. because it helps push you over the threshold to one shot, right? Like mm-hmm. five to seven is pushing you that direction, but it's not like it's not far enough. Yeah. Nine, nine, you're like already almost there. So 11 is right. Like those, that's the math. Or, but like, it's not like take dark. It's not that you're like washing it through. Yeah. It's that you're washing it through an attack that's more valuable. Yeah. But take Dark Star teleporting him for three or, you know, mm-hmm. teleporting him. I mean, who'd rather teleport Malekith or Jean Grey? You know, like, I mean, Ma- I think Malekith is going to be more impact for yeah, that effect. Yeah. Um, there's just um, all the effects. Like I would rather a, impact the model that does the most damage, and Malekith mm-hmm. is the model that does the most damage in a game, mm-hmm. probably. Yeah. So other yeah. than Wolverine on his backside when he, where when he says that for all cost or whatever against all costs. Right? I mean, I think this is the drawback to the model of game design that we praised, where everything's open and it's like really smart on their part because then everybody can buy everything and feel, and like it it increases game or. Increases game balance to make it so everybody can take everything because you're not your affiliation is not getting skewed because you can just take the thing mm. like you were saying. So that's like all positive from their end, and it's smart that they designed it that way. But it does lead to these models where everybody wants to take it, and then when everybody takes it, when everybody takes a model, everyone bitches about it. Yeah, <laughs> like yeah. that's just that's just the way of the world. Yeah, I don't know if that's good or ba- I mean it's annoying, but I don't know yeah. if it's good or bad. Yeah. Anyway, yeah, I think be a wrap. I think this has been our. That was Nigel's uh, tournament report. Yeah, tournament, yeah, yeah. That was my tournament report. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, thanks for listening, guys. Uh, as always, see you next Tuesday. Have a marvelous week, everyone.
the uh, they make a horror movie about it that's like whatever the new thing is. So like there's like Unfriended and there's a bunch of people in you know, like a YouTube chat or something and they're like whatever and they slowly start dying but whatever they're just dumb. They keep making these stupid movies what based off of like a new technology. You know they always have to try mm-hmm. to like incorporate the new thing or whatever. It's the just new- like Godzilla, you know. Yeah. So this horror movie is about. I don't get that. Godzilla's God- Godzilla is about the fear of nuclear power. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's like that's where he came from. Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, and uh, this one is a horror movie about ASMR. It's like, <laughs> and it was so. I just forty minutes in, I couldn't handle it anymore. I'm like, fuck this crap. And it was like, wait, wait, how did that work? How did like did you hear the sound and then like it licks your ear? I didn't get to the point of what the horror was, like what came out of it, but it was basically like. 40 minutes of people driving over like squeaky balloons with their cars, you know, like really slowly. So it's just making this like annoying noise. It was like, what? <laughs> that's just torture. I think that's basically, torture. basically it's like a chick who does like ASMR on a podcast or something. And she is like streaming to her viewers and she's encouraging them to like, just make a uh, record them making a noise over like driving something they over. They love slowly. And so it's like 40 minutes of just, but it's just like, it's just all like sound, you know, it's just constantly like mm. the slow sound of something stupid being like driven over. That sounds like absolute trash. But yeah. And then there's other ones where it's like rubbing a balloon on like whatever surf, you know, just like it's constantly just ASMR. It's like ASMR the movie, but it's like a horror movie. Like when is like the demon going to pop out? Like Jesus Christ. Like uh, were just, they being forced to slowly drive over the heads of their loved ones? No, the I, they they sound? weren't getting there. At least that's, not that's in. A, I thought it was like you said the thing they love. So it's like, oh, my yeah. dog is getting crushed. By no, it dog. was like old Transformers toys and shit. Uh, so people were, scary. yeah, exactly. I'm like, dude, that's fucking like I a mean, waste of money. If you're a zillennial, that probably is horrifying. Yeah, yeah. If you definitely, if you if you're a huge fan of Ready Player One, you're probably like, no. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, no, uh, yeah, it's trash. I was like, god damn it. So I watched a. Uh, Pin, pinhead and Hellraiser instead, and that was great. Do you know what's terrifying? And I actually had a nightmare about it after I watched it. Oh my god, the witch. That's great. I've seen it. I know Robert Eggers, I'm the witch. It super hard. Yeah. Was that the uh, one of the, the daughter? And then at the end, you find out she actually was the witch the whole time. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah, that's awesome. That yeah. dude, the scene literally gave me the heebie-jeebies when she walks into the shed and she's talking to something, and it's the devil. Yeah. And then like the golden eyes like flare for like a second, and you're like. Yeah. God damn, dude! Like mm-hmm. this is you're like, oh, yeah. that shit was scary. Robert Eggers is brilliant. He's yep. my, f- he's my favorite, like newish. He's director. my second favorite Eggers. That's for sure. Oh yeah, yeah. I agree well, with that. Yeah. I agree with that. Small yeah. uncle guys. <laughs> yeah, it's not. It's not. <laughs> that'd be amazing. I try to get in a movie if that was the case. <laughs> but no, that was like spectacular. Probably like my favorite horror movie I've ever seen, just based on the feelings that it mm-hmm. rips out of you. That's good. Also, in the beginning, all they, kinds of feelings. So many feelings. <laughs> but the, the also they smash a baby and she bays in it, like the witch bays in it at the beginning of the movie. I was like, yeah, this is like metal. Yeah, that's what yeah. witches do. Yeah, it was it was a good representation, and all around, I was like, this is Halloween. Were they Euro trash? Is that also probably why you loved it? <laughs> <laughs> no, no. I think they're like, uh, I think they're like English settlers mm-hmm. of the Americas or something like that. Okay. They got kicked off the plantation because yeah. they weren't listening to god or something like that i'll say working uh november in a movie theater is very weird it's like right now i'm just like i'll get like i'm like i like go into a closet on my own to like get uh oh. like something out of the closet and uh i'll just go in there and then you just hear 
Just from Halloween ends. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, oh my god! If I open this door, and <laughs> Michael, Myers, Michael Myers is just standing there with a knife. You're like what the fuck? I legit, honestly, because a it's October, and then b the I was expecting like the Roadhouse. Like you never know when you're gonna walk in on some guy banging like a waitress, or whatever, and you're gonna be like, <laughs> yeah, you know, hit the train. <laughs> Colin, Colin's got to be the coolest at the theater. <laughs> Dalton. Yep. I, uh, I'm what, on my break. What did I just watch? I watched Thirst, which is, mm. uh, have you guys seen that? Mm. So it's uh, Park Park Chan-wook, is that his name? The director of All Boy, the original mm-hmm. All Boy and the Lady yep. Vengeance. So he made a vampire movie. Oh. And it's on, uh, I think it's on Prime. Okay. Uh, but uh, yeah, it's like... It's a vampire movie, but it's like definitely his vampire movie. And mm-hmm. it's a like it starts with a uh priest who like decides that he's going to go and be a test subject uh at this research facility like Catholic research facility where like hospital where they're like trying to cure like a rare blood disease or pedophilia. whatever. Exactly. Yep. So they're they trying failed. to kill they they're they failed. trying to cure pedophilia with a blood transfusion. Yeah. But he, it's the, he, it would be, it would be like the, yeah. the extreme. <laughs> but he gets the vampire blood transfusion, oh. and then it goes from there. Um, and mm-hmm. so it's, you know, he's like Wait. actually a good man, but he's a vampire, and it's good. How did, how did that blood get there? How did like randomly? That... Don't need to know. Don't doesn't matter. Okay, okay. Yeah, who knows? Mm-hmm. Don't ask. The evil got in somehow. Don't ask. Don't. It got into him, mm-hmm. and then. Uh, many hijinks ensue but it's like that director is it park chan wook is that the it's like something very similar to that if it's yeah not, yeah anyway that director is obviously great old boy still like one of my all-time favorite movies the original one not spike yeah. lee's remake but uh i actually never saw it just out of like deference same. to the first I was like, maybe it's confused. actually maybe it's uh, amazing yeah. yeah you know it's like <laughs> yeah. I, I mean yeah. Yeah. uh yeah. james Brolin or whatever is it james brolin josh brolin josh brolin his dad is james brolin uh, Josh Brolin's cool, so it's like maybe it's fine. There's just like, you know what I mean, like that ending, right? Like how, how do you how like, do you like why? It's like when they remade uh uh Psycho, like yeah. who yeah who has the balls to like yeah? And I get like Spike Lee probably does have the balls to remake yeah whatever he wants to remake, and mm-hmm. he'll probably put I mean he'll put a unique spin on it, so it's probably worth watching. But yeah, yeah it's just like the movie was perfect. You don't need to do anything to it. Yep. So anyway. That aside, that director's great. It de- this movie, Thirst, definitely has its, the feel of it. If you guys are, I've been like trying to watch a few Halloween movies with uh, my girlfriend. Like we just set up, like we're like, oh, let's try and get as many in as we can. So we watch like Thirst, and we watch some pretty bad ones too. Um, mm-hmm. That's the fun of it, to be honest. Right. Is the uh, I actually started watching the original like 1950s The Mummy with okay. uh, Peter Cushing and. Um, uh christopher lee yeah i think christopher lee's the mummy yeah like i can't like he's not been in the movie if he's not the mummy so i'm like he's gotta be the mummy (laughs) yeah (laughs) uh and it's it's been like so it's so bizarre but like fun to go back and forth between watching like a new horror movie and then watching these like 1950s ones yeah that are like definitely camp but they have like some pretty good moments in them you know yeah for sure um christopher lee seemed really boring and like a baddie what yeah he's what he's the creepiest like, he's like he's, the creepiest, christopher lee yeah. is like I some of them and stuff, but some like, of history's most famous baddies yeah, are played I, by yeah, christopher like, lee. Yeah, what the heck yeah i don't know I don't saruman 
Yeah, but I don't seem like he's not like super scary to me. He's just like an like an old like. Well, he wasn't old at the time. I mean, he's pretty old. In the fifties? Oh, in the fifties, sure. <laughs> but I, I, I see him more of like a regal type guy. What? Well, not not if you wrap him in mummy bandages and yeah. and drench him in bog mud. Okay, okay. So I'll, I'll watch it. I'll watch it. All right. I was thinking of like well, an evil sorcerer type dude. Yeah, exactly. I'm like yeah, he's just yeah, 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 yeah. Like Sorcerers are like more regally like. I don't think Saruman the White like, is exactly regal mm-hmm. in the movies. I, mean, I wouldn't describe him that way. Is. He's powerful. Yeah, but he's got like. A, I mean, he's sinister though. He's always up to no good. Yeah. Yeah, but that's you not can just, like you can just like, tell. He says stuff. Just everything he says, you're like, dude, you're up to no good. Are you well, just like, are you just projecting your love of Count Dooku onto all of Christopher Lee's roles? I mean, I think like him <laughs> and like Dooku that's regal. And, Dooku is regal. Dooku and Dooku is are very similar. Dooku is absolutely regal. Yeah, yeah, I'll but agree. they're not similar. Yeah, I think they are. Mm. We'll just have to agree. To he, has, he has a presence. To, <laughs> he just has a presence of nobility. <laughs> yeah, I would agree. He has a presence of nobility. Yeah, I think I'll, that's even that's probably the scariest thing ever. Yeah, that's fair. People, yeah, 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 exactly. (laughs) (laughs) I take I take everything back, Nigel. That was point proven. Yeah, if Saruman the White was your uncle, and like your parents dropped you off at your uncle's house and he babysat you for like a night, that's the making of a Stephen King short story. Like for sure, it is. I would be terrified. I would not go upstairs that night. I'd just like I'd hide under my bed basically until until my parents picked up the next day. I just wouldn't be able. Yes, totally agree. I mean, that would be horror. He's literally making like Urukai. That's scary as shit. Yeah, yeah. That's fair. I think Christopher Lee is terrifying. I mean, the dude gave directions to his coworkers on how it sounds when a man is stabbed to death hmm. on set because he knew how a man was sounded when they're stabbed to death. That's do awesome. You, do you not? I can't share that on. Ah. When, I think we're recording, so I can't share. Yeah, that. we are recording. Yeah. Oh man, <laughs> you do it live. My yeah. lawyer has advised <laughs> to not answer that question. To not answer that question. Yeah. So you've been asked that question before. I I plead the fifth. Colin, right. did you watch Werewolf by Night yet? No. Why not? What? I thought for sure time. you would have watched it. It's on Disney, and it's, it's only, literally it's only, in the MCU. It's only like 55 minutes. Yeah. Uh-huh. And it's only an hour. Yeah. And uh-huh. it's amazing. It what actually is like I've been like uh, building models. Password, and I'll give you an HBO password. Just we'll watch trade. it over here. We'll trade. Well, I don't even know what mine is because it's through my phone. It's through my like phone service. We need to get this trading thing going. Yeah. We shouldn't record that, but. I would, <laughs> I would say, Werewolf by Night is probably the best Marvel product that's been put out since the first like year or two of Marvel. Whoa, it's really good. Yeah, it's like tight, and the acting is great, and it's exactly what it should be, and it's yep. not any more, and it's not any less. You think mm. it's better than the second Thor movie? Mm. <laughs> Thor Dark World? Yeah. Yeah, it's definitely better than Thor oh, Dark okay. World. Yeah. <laughs> I, I legit don't know who like Elsa or the guy or anybody I don't, I'm not familiar with any of the characters, but then when they finally run into Man Thing, I'm like, I'm Man Thing. Yeah. What is it? This is MCU. Yep. <laughs> I was like I was completely Man like, Thing was awesome. Yeah, Man and Thing was super he's, cool. Yeah. He's, yeah. I thought all three uh I didn't realize one, like why on earth did Marvel when they created their werewolf character, like whatever they call it, werewolf by night, like when else is a werewolf a werewolf? Mm-hmm. Like it's not the werewolf by day. This is the, it's just so dumb. Well, you can have a full <laughs> moon during the day. I guess. Do you turn into a werewolf? When I, it's, don't, I don't know. Is it only at midnight? I feel like it's only at night when the moon is visible or whatever. I don't know. I've definitely seen it like sunset. I mean, I'm not a lycanthropologist, but I am. Mm-hmm. anyway, that's silly. And also the fact that the character's actual name is Jack Russell. It's just like, mm-hmm. 
what the hell. Yeah. But. <laughs> yep. <laughs> I gotta get on this Disney Plus thing now, just because you guys keep watching all the X-Men cartoons yeah. and all these other things, and I'm left out. Yeah, I got it for the X-Men cartoons, and then now I've watched Werewolf by Night, and I enjoyed that quite a bit. It's it's good. It was good. I'll have to change up one of my and other services to get. All three of those characters are Midnight Suns, so MCP, I want to see them. I want to be able to play. Yeah, Man if, Thing and Elsa Bloodstone. And if MCP was like Night Models, this would already they'd already be out. That's true. That's they would have coordinated. The Blade movies getting delayed again. I know. I saw yeah. that. They because the director pulled out. That's bad news. Mm-hmm. That's a, not a good sign. Yeah, it's not a good sign. But I don't think it has to be good. It just has to be cheesy. To, I mean, <laughs> to love it. The first Ant Man was good. Like I liked that movie, and the director pulled out. So I don't know. It doesn't really like of the way. movie or of the movie. Okay. Hmm. He also probably pulled out at some point in his life. Pulled out of Paul Rudd. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Paul Rudd carried. That's why it was good. Mm-hmm. I mean, Mahershala Ali could definitely carry as long yeah. as the script's not garbage. Will they ever touch the glory of the original Blades? I don't know the comics, but I can't imagine you can replace Wesley Snipes. We're I, gonna, I mean, we're going to talk about that a little bit in, oh. our, in the cast. Okay, just okay. hold bit. it. Yeah. All right. Well, I guess we should just get into the cast get into then. It. Get into it. Get in there. Enjoy the pre-ramble. Mm-hmm.